Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Today we're basking the light of mustachio greatness. Do you like the Marvel comic book character called the Punisher? Because if you do, then you'll really love this episode. We talk about the fucking Punisher for about two and a half hours. <laughs> and the rest of the podcast is just us bullshitting. So, you know, a classic podcastio episode. That's how it always goes, baby. But I'm not talking about just any Punisher. I'm not talking about that Thomas Jane one or the other one. Was it Ray Stevenson? I might be fucking up that name. I could be wrong. But, you know, the one from Warzone. No, I am talking the Punisher from 1989. What a fucking year. 1989. For those of y'all that weren't alive around that time, I feel so bad for you you missed out and that's why you're kind of lame and douchey so 1989 punisher starring dolph lundgren as the tits jiller character <laughs> did i say that right and as good as lundgren's performances we are honoring the legendary mustache of lewis gossett jr who really steals the show and is honestly the heart of this movie i love this dude Honestly, want to cover more of his films. I know I say that about a lot of the people I honor, but I, I'm serious. Gonna, I'm seriously just gonna look at his filmography, <laughs> close my eyes, and pick something, uh, and see where it goes from there. Well, enough jibber jabber. Let's befriend a thespian hobo and feed him booze for news on the underground crime syndicate. Speak at a mumbling low sound level to add a bit of mysterious to our aura. And take over the Ninja Turtles hideout, strip naked and meditate because we got nothing else to live for, you sons of bitches, and we're dead inside. Now play that shit theme song, goddammit. It's the most deadly podcast you We're ready for the show. We'll watch moves, we'll face jokes, and then we'll all go home. Wow, how do we start the show? <laughs> Welcome to the Mustachio Podcastio. I'm your host, Daniel Segura. And today I am welcoming a couple of uh, Mustachio podcastio veterans a couple of mustachiosos as i like to refer to them we got good old bobby trippett from the grind bin podcast how's it going man That's, oh i've been preparing all week for this episode daniel <laughs> and uh, i've been meditating naked in a storm drain and maddie ice anderson uh, <laughs> from the grind bin podcast. <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> You know, it's it's funny. Ever since my first episode of the Grind Bin Raw Force, I've been really like just welcomed in there. You're just gonna slowly steal Bobby's uh, entire oh, wait, you identification. Know what? What, what, you know what? Um, let's not talk about weird pizza because I have a wife. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just gonna steal. Just gonna steal your jokes and deliver them poorly. Oh. <laughs> but yes, thank you for having me back. Yeah, and, man. Um, I'm glad that you are meditating naked in the sewers, probably near the Ninja Turtles somewhere. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you got to It's New York. You know, you got to keep the superheroes <laughs> all together and communicating. And uh, the sewers <laughs> a good place for that. <laughs> <laughs> the echo carries. You can be Raphael. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, yes, we are talking the Punisher. We're honoring the great uh, Louis Gossett Jr. It's Louis, right? 
I think it was Lewis. 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 Lewis? Oh, sorry. Lewis Gossett Jr. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But Louis, I mean, his friends call him Louis. Maybe his friends call him Louis, but yes, uh, oh, correct. Lou. It's Louis. Yes. Lugas. Lugas. Who I just call, uh, I think after a while in my notes, I just started calling him um, Berksy. Because right. it's Berk- Berk- Berkowitz, it's a- and I was like, yeah, I like Berksy. It sounds what fun. was his first name? Was it Jake, right? Jake. Jake, okay. Jake Berkowitz. I just call him Lou in my yeah. notes the whole time. It's just like, yeah, hey, no Lou, characters yeah, here. It's Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah, we just yes. call him Lou. Why not? Uh, and he's he's the kind of angry, weathered uh, lieutenant detective that's just trying to be on the case and has a history with the Punisher. But he does a damn good job in this film. I I, I like the way uh, I like the 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 angle he took. That's what I was expecting. I want to see I want to see a uh, angry, just kind of jaded, bitter motherfucker. And he yeah, did a good it job. Kinda, it really works that we're honoring him with this episode because he brought it harder than anybody else in this movie. Like, yes. He's like, I'm doing a serious right. movie here. This isn't some. Right. I mean, that was the whole mo of the whole project. I think was like, we're not doing some goofy superhero thing. We're using that source material to do an '80s action movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and they, uh, they fucking did it. Earlier today, <laughs> Daniel, you messaged me saying, "This is just what was it." Die Hard with Dolph Lundgren, or no? No, I said no, this Death is just Wish Death with Wish. Dolph Lundgren. And it's I like, said this is yeah. just Death Wish without an old man. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Which you know, uh, I mean, let's get right into this. Uh, it's uh, very fitting that they did that because that's what birthed the character. Yep, that's exactly. You know, the, the the whole character of the Punisher was inspired by the Death Wish movies. They're like, what if wow. basically, what if Paul Kersey went after Spider Man? Right. <laughs> I don't like those tights. Yeah, I with us. What's he taking pictures of? (laughs) I don't like that I can see his dick print. (laughs) But he he really did. But Kersey really, you know what? He really liked Jameson's mustache. He was like, "Ah, you you got a good look going there. That's true. That's true. (laughs) So let's start off with like, um, Bobby, why don't you start off with telling me about the history, your history with this movie? Like, when did you first see it? Is it something new to you or you've seen it before? No, it's actually, uh, it's not new for me. I I saw this as a, as a young boy, actually, you know, back when, uh, as a very young man back in, you know, probably around 1990, frankly. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> when wow. I, You're I really had the young. VHS tape, because like I was, you know, at that point I was interested in Marvel comics, so I was like, they made a movie based on the Punisher. Oh shit! Yeah, it was kind of rare uh, back then. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. I mean, for for you youngins listening in, for those who are still growing in their mustaches, yeah, um, yeah, it wasn't always like this, kids. Like the oh. idea of a of a of a comic book movie or a movie based on like a Marvel or DC property wasn't a, a regular thing. It was no, actually it was- incredibly rare. Yeah, it wasn't a given, and you really had to just accept what they gave you. Like, that's yeah. one of the things I, I always laugh about today when now people are bitching and moaning about, like, there's too much of it, or, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's too, like, the stories have become so routine. And it's like, man, if I could go back to, like, 1990 and tell nine-year-old me that, like, one day I'm going to be bored with the amount of comic book movies and and how, like, surprisingly accurate a lot of them are going to be in many ways, I would think, yeah. I, I would think I, I, like, was on crack as a 10-year-old, which, you know. Oh, yeah. It's true. But... <laughs> so you saw it as a little, little kid, little tyke, 1990. Did you Absolutely. watch it like, um, was it just on TV or something? Or you had Oh, no, I rented it from the video store by my house. Like, I oh, was like, I saw that cover with Dolph Lundgren standing there with his gun. And I was like, oh, this looks badass, man. Yeah. 
And, you know, I was, I grew up on uh, a lot of the Marvel property stuff. I watched the Hulk all the time in syndication. And um, nice. I'd seen those, uh, those Captain America movies from the seventies. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the Doctor Strange TV movie from the seventies. That's a movie that needs to be on this show at some point. Oh, you see God. that guys, you see, you see that porno. I might need to add that, Matt. I might need to add that. Ooh. So uh, how about you, Matt? What was your first experience? So pretty much the same thing uh, as Bobby. Um, I saw it. Actually, I can remember where I rented it. It was because it was a place called Waltz, which was um, the when it was like a, what, a small a small grocery store that had like one wall of video rentals. Um, okay. I don't know if you guys, wherever you guys, like, I don't know if that was a thing, but like we had no, several of them where they were like the grocery stores, they, they were a step above like convenience stores, but not quite a supermarket. So okay. um, I remember a few of those when I was younger. And, and then they would, um, all of them would always have um, like one row of video rentals. So they were really trying to hit that. Like you get all the stuff you want, your weekend groceries, and yeah. you know your weekend entertainment and it's like something you put by the cash wrap you know, like like where exactly. you put the gum or the candy bars yeah. or something just like oh right i should rent a movie and that's exactly yeah. what this one was it was like the last aisle you get to before you get to the registers and you had to actually take like a little it almost looked like motel keys like on the key rings <laughs> that's how, how you took the tag up to get the video incredible they only leave the box art out like you're and using the bathroom like, at a 7-eleven exactly and all, <laughs> and all a, it had would be like a four digit system to show how like little selection they had each like key ring only had like a four digit no number. So it'd be like eight, nine Oh seven would be the punisher. So yeah. there was, they had no, no, no way to keep track of it. And that's how I saw, um, I saw the punisher actually, um, because I recognized the logo. Like I, I mm. didn't even really think the logo is actually the comic book logo at the, the time. font of the word the font. Punisher. Yes. 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 yeah because obviously the big thing that everyone always says the first thing everyone says about this movie is how there's no skull he doesn't wear the, the there skull. is actually there is yeah there Which, is daniel it, did you catch it uh just the one on his dagger does he have one on him but that's the no that's that's right. why he wears his dagger in like a weird spot that's why he's got oh. it like holstered like an oh. old cop would put his gun yeah so that he technically has the skull on his chest right. but they made it subtle and realistic yeah. Right, because yeah. he wouldn't put on a big T-shirt with a giant skull, <laughs> right? Especially if he's he, trying to hide. Yeah, he's driving around he's everywhere. He's not making anything. Like he's yeah. not, you know. But um, so I remember on, renting man. it, and well, yeah. and it's funny because again, I think about this is the place that, like, I mean, I was clearly ten years old. They had no issue with renting anything to me. I, <laughs> I rent. I, I got That's amazing. Um, I, I that was the first place I saw Friday Thirteenth Part Four, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Three. Like I could just rent these. Mm. Like I actually one the one video store near me um re, like wouldn't let me rent Nightmare on Elm Street Three. So I literally walked Burned a couple down. blocks away down to Waltz. <laughs> gonna <laughs> waltz on Street down to Waltz. Yep. And so yeah, they just didn't, they on the, on the walk back. Were you waving it at him through the window? I, I was thinking mm. about uh, hey, let me now, motherfuckers. I was gonna I was yeah. gonna do the uh, the uh, Goodwill hunting, just like smack it up against the, yeah. the, the window, just and like VHS. rub your nipple at the same time, just to make apples, it weird. Like them apples. But um, <laughs> and you know what's funny is I I remember like I was a, I grew up a DC fan, but also just enough of a comic book fan that I never really had a big distinction. Like I just liked comics in general. Yeah. Like I had my mm-hmm. preference. And Punisher was one of those characters that, like, 
it's so simple to grasp that like you know i could even tell that this movie was taking liberties and yet i still like to this day it's like i'm like man i think they get more right than they get wrong like i mean when it comes down to it and it was interesting for that to sink in at such a young age because it's like yeah hey you screw heads this is the punisher speaking and when i'm not out punishing and burning people alive inside crack houses i like to listen to podcasts specifically from the Podmoth network mostly because most of it's about death and that's what i'm about all right y'all best not break any laws stay out of trouble Oh, wait, that's Robocop's line, my bad. Do you love unraveling a good old-fashioned whodunit? Oh, honey, me too. I'm Alicia, armchair detective and host of Dead On, a true crime podcast. Join me every Friday. We'll dive into a case that scratches your itch for true crime, dark history, and mystery. Streaming now, everywhere you love to listen. Yeah, I personally just completely missed this movie. I knew of its existence probably Was this the first time for you? This is the first time for me. I literally saw this movie for the very first time, you know, four hours ago. So you bought it when you, when you bought it and like were nervous. I blind bought it. I blind bought it, but y'all were both so excited. I was like, and I've, I've bought some movies for the podcast, like for my podcast, for the bin that I'm just like, I just really want to see it. I can't find it anywhere and I'll buy it. And then I watch it. Like I, uh, like champagne and bullets or, you know, uh, get a bin. Yeah, and I saw that movie. It is kind of fun to own it, but I'm never going to fucking watch that again. <laughs> Maybe I'll forward just to show my friends like the really shitty weird parts or the funny parts, but I'm just probably never going to watch that again. I might actually watch this again. I, I'm pretty confident I'm going to throw this in again and check it out or show some friends the movie because I know a lot of my friends have never seen this either. Yeah. Well, so. and, and, and I don't, I was unclear. Did it even get a theatrical re- release in the United States? Like, I, cause I was reading, like, it Ooh. was intended to, it did get a theatrical release elsewhere. And, you know, could have been world, like a but, very few theaters. Too, yeah. Like a very limited release. I don't Cause know. Cause it's not like, I mean, it's not a huge budget, but it's clearly not like the smallest budget movie. I mean, it, it felt like it had about the same budget as that kind of movie that was coming out at the time. Exactly. Yeah. Like, about it, it felt just like all the rest of them and the, the explosions mm-hmm. and the squib work and they're, they blew up a whole fucking mansion mm-hmm. to this. And, like, and, the, and, like the death wish movies, like well, some and, of the uh, later ones, you know? And I don't know what extent like Dolph Lundgren was ever like, a box office draw but if there ever was a point that he was i'm thinking in this era is pretty this would have been right about I mean, prime it, time because well, i mean universal uh, soldier but it's is this post he-man i know it's post rocky yeah, it's, it's post he-man i don't yeah. know so yeah so he-man was his attempt at like mega stardom that, yeah, was, that, his, that was supposed to be his his big yes. like ascension and it didn't right. hit it flopped yeah and, and so this was like just underneath that, right? Yes. Like on the come down, this was his yeah. first project he took to try and pivot from there. 
Yes. He should probably. have only done movies kind of like that one movie called Drive or that one movie with Nicolas Cage where he's stuck in like a little kid's scary place. It's like uh, oh. Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Where he just the, doesn't yeah, talk. because he has Wally's Wonderland. Wally's Wonderland. Because he has fantastic presence. Like He does. He's, I mean, a fucking walking statue man. <laughs> I mean, like that, that scene, and we're going to jump around a bit, that, that, that yeah. scene where we first really see him, where he's standing in the uh, the doorway of the burning mansion. Yes. What a it's, badass moment that is. He's a fucking giant. Like, I always forget how tall he is. I remember in Rocky IV, like, he made Sylvester Stallone look like me, like, oh, trying yeah. to oh, yeah. beat up David It was Robinson. like he was fighting Thunderlips again. <laughs> yeah. David That's Robinson, what a pull. <laughs> That oh, is sad, Tony. What are you gonna do? Of course, that, of course. That is one of the funniest things when you go back and watch Universal Soldier because the, you know how short Van Damme is, and like yeah. they are like the co, you know the the stars. Yeah. They have to be apple crating. Uh, oh, totally. But even then, it still doesn't make up for it. Like they had to, they had to pan up so you don't see that uh, Dolph's bending his knees and everything. Right? Yeah, exactly. he's just like he's, he's Chuck dwarf. Berry walking around. I was gonna yeah. say he's dwarfing it. <laughs> Dolph yeah. Lundgren totally dwarf. is dwarf. I can imagine Van Damme making that requirement. Like Van Damme, don't get on crate. He get on knee. He dwarf. <laughs> but uh, but to that's that not even point, how he though, sounds. <laughs> to that point though, like Dolph, like visually, aesthetically. With his hair dyed black and with the leather jacket, oh, yeah. like that's something else. I would I'd say. argue he looks better than any of the guys who followed. Yes, you're as right. As far as playing the Punisher goes, including Barenthal, like... which some people would find blasphemous now, but nope. Yeah, but no, this I is agree. this guy looks like the Punisher. Looks he looks like Jim Lee's Punisher. Yeah, he looks he, like a know? comic book hero. Like, yeah, but that makes a funny character. thing for the for the plot that they do in this because we push a uh, we push this whole like ongoing plot line of like who is the Punisher, you know? Yeah. And it's funny though that like you have Lewis Gossett Jr. like at, on the scene when he's standing in that doorway, being like, "No one has any idea what who the Punisher is," but he does look an awful lot like my <laughs> six foot five former right. partner, whose yeah. entire family got blown up in front of him uh, by the very people who are turning up dead now. <laughs> it's mm. like no one looks like Dolph Lundgren, man. <laughs> like, yeah, that's clearly him. He doesn't wear a mask. It's not like a Batman situation. Though it's just he he. You usually conducts business at night so it might be hard to see him but nobody either just silhouette you could point him out especially his own partner though yeah they were like okay we find out they were best friends too to be fair i don't think lewis gossett jr was there to see him at the the point of the explosion that was just the press Mm. Mm -hmm. okay because yeah they when we don't see lou standing there in the rubble until nightfall Right, as the crime scene. And he seems to be the only one to believe that it could be Frank, but I don't think he's ever seen him. So well, that might it, be- that's fleshed out uh, really well in the, uh, well, we'll get into this. There's a work print cut, fellas. If yes. uh, if you get the, uh, the Blu-ray, for, there's a Blu-ray out from Umbrella Entertainment. That's the copy I own. Okay. Uh, Is that it's it, still in print? Is that a newer one or did you have this? Oh, you can get it off Amazon right now. I mean, okay. I, I've, I've had it for a little bit, but like it's, I, shoveled, I double checked. It's on Amazon for like 17 bucks. But you and uh, I got you and I it's, uh, look we, far we, enough. We, yeah. And it's region free. You don't need a, a non-regional player. You can even though it's an Australian release, but it, it'll play on anything. But uh the Blu-ray has the bells and whistles. It's got new interviews with uh with Dolph and with some other people. It's got um uh, a commentary track by the director, but it has three versions of the film. 
one version of the film is the work print cut that the director provided, which adds an extra 15 minutes of scenes that were cut from the movie. And this is like an 85 minute movie. So when when it's saying add 15 minutes, like that, that's significant. That's totally fine too. And so like when we see the family die in the quick glimpses in this movie where you just see sort of the car exploding and him reacting, that's a whole scene in the work print cut. Like Lou Gossett Jr. is in the car with Frank when that car explodes. Like they're both standing there going, whoa, you know, because we just had like his daughter's birthday party. Lou's been over at the house. Like he's really on like a case, right? Or something. Oh, yeah. We got a whole buddy cop like mission that they go on. They're they're in a boxing ring fighting goons side by side. Like it was we get get some lethal weapon action. I'm like, why isn't that cleaned up? Because it says it's a work print cut. It looks like hell. Like it's it's all grainy and everything, but yeah. you at least get to see uh, a little more elaboration on the storyline there. Yeah, because yeah. that was something I had in my notes was that I wish I I'll be, I believe the movie when they say that they were best friends, but I really could have yeah. even a you don't show quick that. scene of them hanging out together, happy, not just the yeah. the, the, the when you finally see them together, you got Lucas and Jude like, guy, open up right. the face, <laughs> he's like shaking, <laughs> slapping him and shit, <laughs> yeah. That's... And you get to see Frank in a Canadian tuxedo in those scenes because they really want to show you that he's different than when he becomes the right. Punisher. That's so true. When he goes to wearing all black leather, but before it's just like he's a denim guy. Yeah, <laughs> dead. He's just oh. dead mod clothes. Well, and it's funny without because... the dead mod. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> yeah the fittest dad, man who ever I lived. Really, yeah. I would, I would be happy to have that dad bod if if, if that was. Oh yeah, no. I hear you, brother. Yeah, yeah, I kill a homeless guy for that body. I take the home. I take the drunks in this movie's body. Like, come on! Like, that hey, we will not speak disparagingly of shakes. Shakes, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I kill shakes for that body. Can't kill shakes. I know. But, you know, it's interesting. Is this? I think has to come back to um, the whole idea that maybe this was either at least intended for a theatrical release because yeah. there's no real reason to cut the scenes of him and Louis Gossett Jr. pre-explosion other than the that old way of thinking, which is like, how many showings a day can we get in? Okay, let's bring this under 90. Of course. And then over the course more. of a day, you could squeeze in a whole extra At, showing. Exactly. Yeah, so trim because, the fat, you know. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, like, yeah, the scene that you were talking about, Daniel, later when, when they finally, con- when Louis Gossett Jr. finally confronts, confronts him, him yeah. in the jail cell, like, I mean, I get the emotion of the moment because the movie has told me through dialogue, like what what this is supposed to feel like. But it's yeah, it's never shown me that. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Um, and, and by showing empty. it earlier, you kind of get the sense that it lose in denial. It's not that he's like, eh, I mean, when they bring up like, I think the Punisher is Frank Castle, his reaction is like he doesn't want to face what he already knew. Right, you know? right, yeah, and you really get more of that if you've seen them together as best friends and as partners. Yeah, yeah. which, yeah, it seems like a, a shame because, like, it also, I know, like, people the knock against like Longer and Dolph Lundgren is that he's you know too wooden all the time or not charismatic I mean, enough. What are you talking about? But at the same time, like, I do think he's pretty charming. Like when you see him in roles where he's allowed a little bit of lighter. Like I think he is charming and stuff like that. So it would have been and especially in interviews too, because like in, in, dude's oh, got like two PhDs. He speaks seven languages or what, whatever. Was that like, a, this... What's that award show or whatever where he did the Elvis performance where he performed <laughs> as Elvis? What? Yeah. I didn't know. About we, uh, that. A little less action or a little less conversation. A little less conversation. A little more action. 
and he he sings it and he dances like yeah it's phenomenal like you even in the interview on this blu-ray they like caught him at the gym so he's got a towel over his shoulders (laughs) and he's just like yeah man so they sent me the script and it was really good i liked reading it It was by the guy who wrote karate kid and anyway i was reading through it i thought hey why not let's go (laughs) like where's that guy and then he watched the movie and he's just like i'm gonna punish everyone (laughs) and like staring at the wrong markers (laughs) you know what though like I, I, it's funny that you say staring at the wrong markers because I was always like, does he know which camera he's on? But then like, <laughs> he doesn't know who's filming him right but now then, at any but point. Then part of me goes like, maybe that was a choice because it's really odd. And like, like he is a force uh, of nature. He's well, not even that, that thinking he about what so, he's doing. He's just he, feeling. He's so detached that like it's not even a, an, an, an issue because um, I guess this can go back. We can kind of go to this, but as people. Daniel, you read comics. You read comics. Well, I know my fair share. Okay, and Bobby, yeah. I know you do. Like yeah, y'all Daniel, are probably both a lot more. Uh, well, that's that's why I was like, hey, Bob, we should we should have Bobby come on this because I know Daniel, you're kind of like cool guy nerd. Like Bobby, I'm, you're kind of like cash. second cool guy cool nerd. Guy and then nerd. there's me. I'm pretty far from cool guy nerd. But all right. <laughs> I never but really thought that. I have notes about different Punisher storylines, and these are oh. not new notes to today. Uh, listeners, he's holding up index cards. I'm holding up index cards. Index cards. Dude, I do all my stuff. I, everything's handwritten for me. Until you're doing I, this uh, like you're hosting an award show. You're like dude, you're doing yeah. like late night with Matt Anderson. I lost Tinder matches just seeing that on my phone. I did, <laughs> they were in my phone. Now they're gone. Dude, I'm glad I could help. Uh, that's incredible. <laughs> but anyways, do, do you guys ever read? Did you read Punisher comics? Yes. I read very little, but I had read some issues. I, I read a few issues because I was interested in the character when I was younger. I was yeah. big, like I liked Judge Dredd too. I just like these like stone cold, just killer dude. Like they're just like, right. like drowning dudes with giant guns, just <laughs> yeah. blowing everybody away. I found it quite interesting. Yeah. As a, I'm a massive yeah. Judge Dredd fan too, Daniel. So yeah. I'm with you on that, dude. Even though like I know that's a a parody of a fascist American cop, yeah. It's still, I was like, man, this character fucking rules. Yeah, and I'm as like. I'm as like shitty leftist as you can get. <laughs> like I am such a snowflake, but I'm just like, yeah, just get him, Judge Dredd. He's got a little the buttons on the gun. Because in those stories, in the Punisher and in Judge Dredd, there aren't shades of gray. It's pretty clear who the bad guys are, yeah. and they have it coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and so that's one of the things that I I was kind of thinking about is yeah the Punisher to me like I can never reconcile him in the Marvel universe. Um. Like, yeah, and, and I and they, they I sometimes the comics will like try and tackle that, and sometimes they just outright ignore it because it's like to me, to me, it's to Punisher really shouldn't exist alongside Captain America, like, yeah. because everyone would green- see the Punisher problem. as a villain, like, everyone, like, there's n- yeah, no, ev- someone would stop him, right? Like, there's Easily. no way. <laughs> Like, the fact that he shows up on like crossovers, like you know, like I love it. Like what was it, Secret Wars and or one of the Infinity Crusade things? It's like you know, in the big crowd shot where it's like Thanos is like there with the gauntlet, like threatening everyone, and there's Punisher. You're like, he's on the gonna, moon. What are you gonna do? <laughs> he's on the moon with a sniper rifle. Like I don't know why I'm here either, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and so exactly. Yeah. Well, I, mean, well, I mean, they use him in the comics. Um, I find his appearances in other books is more palatable than following his book. Yeah. His book. And it's the same problem I had watching the Punisher TV show for a while. I'm like, he's a spice. 
you know, yes. like, and it's a very strong spice. It works in small amounts. Yes. Uh, he works really, he works really well. Similarly to Ghost Rider, he works well as a page turn. Holy shit moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. You yes. know what I mean? Like a character opens a door and the Punisher is standing there. Oh, fuck. And then come back next month for what happens, you know, but yeah. hanging out with him while he's like, you know, driving around. No, yeah. that's not, that's no. not what you do because he's an anti-hero. He's what? not supposed to be a character you follow like that because he's, Every time he's not on frame or, or on panel, he's got a gun in his mouth. Right. <laughs> like right exactly. dude, yeah, at not... any point, he's going to kill himself. <laughs> not so a fun I... guy to hang no. out with. So I think you just described exactly why I think they they nailed it with this movie. is because, yes, he's the main character. Yes, he's the lead. Mm-hmm, but yeah. he is kept off screen a lot. True. I mean, for a short runtime of a movie, like yeah, yeah and you know. usually when he's by himself, he's doing like inner monologue and stuff. Yeah. Which, by the way, that because monologue he's a broken he gives, man. He yeah, he's he's all fuck. He's pretty much kind of lost. And that's his how you're marbles. supposed to depict him. That's why it's right. weird that you he's have the sick, the, you know? the hero worship of the Punisher. Like exactly. You know, yeah, that's uh, I mean, I imagine we were going to get into this at some point during yes. this conversation. But like the the whole like the dudes who have to put the Punisher skull on their trucks and shit. Like you're not supposed yeah. to want to be this guy. No, yeah, no. You know, no. this dude was destroyed by tragedy and he's acting out in a very harmful way. Yes. Like that's that's why it's always interesting that like he is on our side and like he'll help out with things sometimes and maybe even save the life of a superhero, but they have to tether him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's because kind of like the Hulk in a way. Like, yeah. You kind of have to have to hope the the ball goes to your court more, but he's still going to kind of fuck you up too. Cause if mm-hmm. you're going to team whole... up with him, you better know how to position him. Like yeah. you better yeah. be like a like chess thinking piece. about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he's yeah. got, then you just let him go. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Well, with that inner monologue part, I heard that I'm, I've been hearing. So I was, I was a big biohazard fan uh, when oh, I was in high they school. They would totally use it. I love that. And and Biohazard uses it. And one of my favorite songs from them, they have a an album called Urban Discipline. And uh I know it's such a old school That's hardcore also, fucking I think title. that was the name of at least five Punisher stories. No, <laughs> like, right? <laughs> oh, Punisher definitely had a biohazard shirt on underneath the Punisher skull. I just picture him like to himself being like, It's the state of the world address, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the song is called Punishment and it opens up with that come on, God, answer me. For years, yeah. I'm asking why. Like that whole thing that he does, that's the way it goes. Then it goes into the song, and the fucking song still freaking bangs, dude. I <laughs> nice. still have, I have it on cassette. I still play that shit, dude. Oh, cassette, <laughs> and you're making fun of my note cards. All right. <laughs> I like, I yeah. like physical media. We all do because we're, you know. <laughs> I like it. Well, I, we're here. Yeah, cassettes are still kind of cool, right? No, no they're coming back. I know. Are they? I know. I yeah. Now, so. now they're doing they're doing colorways now, like records got. So, like, it's not as uh, interesting of color combinations or anything. But like, now you can get a, a repress of a cassette, but it's on like you know clear blue plastic. Like, <laughs> all right, dope. It's funny. <laughs> I just made fun of you for work for Game Boy. I just yeah. made fun of you for cassettes, and then I, my eyes just went a little bit this way, and I'm looking at a cassette right in front of me, <laughs> and it's the lamest, like, nerdiest cassette. What is it? What is it? If it's Wham. It's Weird an Al? old-time radio Sherlock Holmes. Hell yeah. Holy shit. That's actually kind of cool, though. 
<laughs> wow. That's pretty That's cool. fantastic. This is how I got into old time radio. Hey, is that new? No. Okay. I'm not going <laughs> to. Let's, let's talk about old time radio. They should make a really fucking lame song that, that is a parody of old time rock and roll. And it's old time radio. I could I could write the lyrics for that. With our old lyrics. time radio. You do like a Bob Seger cover in a transatlantic accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Uh, yeah. Everything sounds like your Walter Winchill. Like, like. Yeah. <laughs> and now. Yeah. Okay. Don't get the Silver Bullet started. Band proudly presents. <laughs> um, but but yeah, to the Punisher thing, like it, it's fun when he pops up and stuff. Though, like yeah. there was, I think in Civil War at one point, uh, Spider Man was about to get murked by a couple of like B list villains in yes. the sewer of yes. all places. That's where uh, they, one. That's where they one dude back into the Marvel yeah. Comics. It was like his return during that, and uh, he uh, what was it? Uh, There's a guy with a jack o' lantern on his head, Daniel. It just walking around uh-huh. with a gold pumpkin helmet, and no, suddenly that pumpkin explodes. Oh, just yeah. like Ms. Yeah. 45 shooting Mr. Bet. <laughs> just like Amazing. that thing just splatters on the walls. And then Punisher walks in and like a drugged and passing out Spider-Man is looking up at him. And he kind of, you know, he's like, oh, God damn it, kid. And just like throws him over his shoulder <laughs> right. and carries him out of the sewer and takes him to Captain America. And uh-huh. just sort of leaves him on the doorstep. And that's how Punisher should be used. Yes, that you know? makes a lot more sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's, again, that's what this movie ended up doing. Not, I don't think out of any I, I won't say it wasn't intentional but like it's not like they were I, I don't think they spent a ton of time diving too deep into like how yeah. this character should be portrayed because there yeah. was there was a part of me that almost wondered if this hadn't been a script written as something else and then kind of retroactively like some oh, I mean it easily changed. could have been an existing script for sure because it follows all the beats of those movies. Right. Like revenge action film, yeah. Yeah. But I mean I didn't see anything that said that, but like it just, you know, that it, in one way this is to me so feels so like an authentic Punisher story, but in also at the same time it does feel like a cut and it kind of feels like, like someone that read the synopsis of the character, but really didn't dig too much in the lore and was like, oh, I got it. I got it. He, you know, and it's probably better <laughs> for it, actually. But, and yeah. I also make the argument, too, that in in the time period, you know, when they're making this movie like 88, um, the Punisher comics were basically just this. It's like he was dealing with mobsters. He was yep. dealing with Yakuza. Um, I mean, Jigsaw yeah. was around, but that was like the only super villain character. I think uh, it, if you've seen the other gonna... Punisher movies, Daniel Jigsaw, the guy, yes, the guy who got he got defenestrated by the Punisher. So yes, uh, yes. it's much like a Harvey Dent situation. A really vain, attractive yeah. guy got his face all fucked he, up, and yeah. now he hates the Punisher. Yeah. I really, I, I will say, I, I still defend uh, Punisher Warzone. I, I that one's a, a fun action. That it's one feels fun. like this one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's I don't, kind of don't watching they, an angry have guy. a pretty similar scene, right? Where he like just guns down like a whole casino. Well, especially like, like the casino, casino like, where there's a well, yeah he break comes. It's actually I think he does it during like a meeting thing. of mobsters, right? Yeah, where he, he just like jump, down. drops down on a table while they're all yeah, talking, he's hanging upside down. He just broke. That's right. He was <laughs> doing the doing the uh, not Reservoir Dogs. The uh, what's the uh, the guy, oh, guy from Walking Dead. No, uh, um, no. I was thinking about the um, the two Irish kids. <laughs> the, oh, uh, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Saints. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. When they get caught up in the ropes upside down and they're just shooting it every direction. Yeah, and his brother was like, 
bitching at him about bringing the rope, but the rope came in handy after all. Because <laughs> well, you know, because you know, Boondock Saints is one of those movies you watch it when you're like 20 years old, it's and you're like, that's amazing, you're... and then you yeah. never watch it again. Yeah, then you grow <laughs> you're up. like you grow out of it. You know, yeah. you're like, yeah, that's all right. And some people don't maybe not, maybe not it. Matt Anderson. I never watched that... it. Well, now no. you're too old to appreciate. Too late now. It. Well, you missed it. Some you the... missed it. You fucked some... up. No, the problem is <laughs> your friends when fucked I, you over. When I was the right age to watch it, some of the worst people I knew said it was their favorite movie. Uh, yeah, that probably that's not still the case. It was yeah. just like, yeah, they probably still like the movie then, right? And, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it so doesn't it, hold up, so you're good. It, it kind of told me yeah. everything I needed to know in that moment. So I was like, ah, you know what? I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll go watch. Something. There's been a few it's, movies. It's the that same I crew of people who misunderstand reason. American Psycho and Fight Club think that that yeah, movie yeah. is is oh, one of the baddest movies, man. American well, Psycho, I love as a comedy. Like that is one of my favorite comedy. It's supposed to be. Right. That's classic, yeah. that, much like the Punisher. You're not supposed. I was going to gonna like, say, wait a minute. Guy. We're talking about it again. It's, it's people that find the wrong characters aspirational. Yeah, like, they, yeah. it's kind of like how the way the Bible's worked all these years. You know, <laughs> people find Jesus their... is much like the Punisher. Yes, <laughs> see, we finally got around to it that the Punisher and the Bible are pretty much the same. Pretty thing. much the same thing. People just don't know how to interpret Dude, it. Very both well. got really messed up in Vietnam and just you know <laughs> came back and did some self reflection. <laughs> Uh, family yep. members murdered yeah I get that it. little ptsd yep. you know jesus definitely had ptsd when he came back from the dead i'm sure i would who wouldn't <laughs> he's having nightmares of being fucking stabbed and shit yeah staring at his hands <laughs> <laughs> like he's like he's, he's like eating and he starts falling oh, through and he sees the holes out. again okay. goes, ah! <laughs> all right so this is probably going to be the best transition to this yeah let's you- go so going back to Punisher in comics, do you guys did you guys read the um after they killed him and then they brought oh him god back Marvel Knights Punisher the, Mar- the first Marvel Knights attempt oh where he was god, the Avenging no. Angel? Are you familiar with this, Daniel? I heard of the Avenging Angel thing. He he, he dies and is resurrected. And he has like glowing red eyes and a symbol on his forehead, and he's and, wearing it. And, and, and he's wearing not- the, that's where we first got the trench coat Punisher. Yep. Yes, that oh. that kind of Tom Jane ends up doing in the movie that yes. trench coat look, uh, yeah. you know, the old Columbine look for Punisher, which is, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and right around the same time. Oh, yeah, it was around the time that that, that happened. Oh wow, yeah, of um, course, yeah, wow. and and I think wasn't there something there was something weird about like he like he had a gun that would like did it like transform and like it would kill it would it it would kill like demons that were disguised as humans and, and then like the bullets would like send the demons back to hell it's, it was so, so hokey man there was I mean, no and, reason so they made him like a supernatural yes. yeah being. because yeah. and this ties into the movies too of like uh no one knows what to do with this character exactly mm-hmm. because so they keep trying different shit it, you know about what 15 years ago he turned into a frankenstein yep frankencastle which frankencastle he got blown and, up and then a scientist like stitched his ass together and he was a big and frankenstein thing just so, because his name was frank castle okay. they're like yep that's exactly what i was gonna say enough weed will get you there it was literally literally the oh. name came up and it was like okay Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A comic writer was like you know, laughing his ass off on the couch. And went, I'm just gonna do it, man. He's gonna be a Frankenstein because no have... one knows what to do with this guy because it right. doesn't work in a superhero universe. Exactly. Yeah, it so... works really well as this kind of standalone film where mm-hmm. you just right. got this guy who's been through this horrible, you know, uh, fucking tragedy, and because he loses two daughters, right? Yeah. I mean, not to say yeah. like losing one daughter would be right. a bad. No, no. <laughs> I mean that's small potatoes. Who hasn't done that? <laughs> that's that. That is twice the tragedy. Twice, twice the tragedy. Yeah, dude. And a wife. 
Or I love the Tom Jane one though, where it's like, no, let's gun down his whole family. Let's kill everyone. Let's get the second cousins and have them face down in a creek. Remember your Uncle Rico? Gone. Fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what what it's funny is like, um, I because the other thing about the Punisher in thinking about no one knowing what to do with him is there was a time where they were so convinced they knew what to do with him. He had four monthly titles. Yeah, it I mean, was Warzone, was... War Journal, Punisher, and and then he co-starred in the Nom like that. Oh right, wow. where um, and then he would have a, a series of usually like like miniseries, or there was the Back to School special, the um, summer like they always did seasonal like quarterly specials. <laughs> Is this like, around when he met Archie? Uh, around around then. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that happened, least. Daniel. I don't know if you knew about that one. No, uh, Punisher, they did Punisher, Punisher showed up in Riverdale. Yeah, because there was a criminal that he was chasing that was like a, a dead ringer for Archie, and he ends up at the dance as like a chaperone. Like, so Archie like, gets a fucking gun put in his face. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious, actually. <laughs> but, uh, but it's so funny though because th- th- this was like a character that I feel like they just tried to get through like on inertia alone. It was like you like him, mm. he kills people, and here's every here's four titles he's in like he was always uh crossing over like frequently into like daredevil and he was everywhere and it's just again when you think about how this movie nails it like and you're like yeah that was the concept it was a guy his family gets killed he survives and now he's out yeah, like it would revenge. feel if you're just looking at this Dolph Lundgren version of the character or, or the way they portray him in this film, it would feel silly if he um, was working with another superhero. Like, well, it just would imagine Spider-Man so goes, swings by. Like, yeah, you'd be like, what the hell? It, like, yeah, your brain him. would melt. Yeah, <laughs> just, He's like, don't know about that. Bam! Yeah. It'd be like you saw a spider go by on the wall. You just crush it. Like, oh <laughs> shit, spider. You know, I wouldn't mind a Punisher RoboCop team up. That might be kind of fun. You know, you, you know, or said... RoboCop hunting him, or I don't know. Be kind of... You know, no, there wasn't. I was trying to think because I was like, man, there was enough of those crossovers that like, right. Yeah. Punisher in the '90s and like late '90s was like uh, Alien or Predator or whatnot. Like you were pairing yeah. them up with everybody. Yeah, because it was yeah, so just... odd and a yeah, weird it... matchup. So and again, like, oh. because he's kind of a like a, a vacuum of a character, he almost like he works as well with any character as he doesn't, right? Like, yeah. Um, because if it's if it's a horrible matchup, it's almost interesting in that way. And if it's a good matchup, well, it's just it's a win win. Same, yeah, it's um, a win win for the writers. Yeah. Well, really quick, I just because you brought up RoboCop, um, and I, I know I'm gonna willing get to talk RoboCop. Well, this director. <laughs> oh shit oh bobby's bringing it out <laughs> Tell, yeah. wow what a robocop um, <laughs> a robocop buy that for a dollar <laughs> so mark goldblatt the director of this was the second unit director of robocop and the editor wow. makes sense you can feel Dude, that this guy this, movie. this guy right? um mark goldblatt from the opening when we're opening on a news thing it like the yep. tv screen comes yes. on and i'm so, like oh we're watching robocop this yeah. guy has two directing credits both in the same year punisher and dead heat Oh my god, my man! Yeah, and then otherwise he, he's an editor, um, and his main editing credit, like big ones, are Terminator, Terminator Two, 
RoboCop, RoboCop 2, Predator, Predator 2. I mean, like, this guy was like... Yeah, rules. This guy's yeah. awesome. This guy's like, doing it all. Man. So, again, it's like one of those things where you look at this movie and you go, like, yeah, he was an un- kind of an untested director, but definitely not someone that was, like, any, like, novice when it came to, like, yeah. putting together a movie. So. And, like, and really pushing, you know, I think RoboCop and, and even this movie is a really good example of like you the movie never really slows down yep. like there's really not a, even the scenes that are slower or like you know the introspective scenes with the punisher like you're still interested you're still caught into it and you're kind of taking a little break and you're breathing and then it's again it's just fucking chaos all of a sudden it, after it's that. where the movie benefits from being directed by an editor yes, yes. it really because like, they're knows, almost editing like he's while got a mind for it yeah yes. exactly that makes a big big difference um and one, what was it? Um, I know now I have to consult my. Check it. Oh, you're, I see Tim Yovo do this all the time. Yeah, I do this like Johnny Carson. I'm like sorry. Hold, yeah. hold on. No, I got my <laughs> yellow eagle pad. Um, oh man, you got the '90s comedian notebook going on too. That's how I read. You got that on a stool right now. Uh, <sighs> like Janine Garofalo at the Laugh Factory. Yep. It's gonna talk about my period. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know if I had a period, I'd be so heavy. Oh my god, it had some. <laughs> That's heavy one. I'm glad I you just, had a take you know, on that so fast. Yeah, I just thought about it. He's been like, waiting for an be, excuse. That'd be a heavy one. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> but not too um, emotional. Not too oh, I do. Playing it close to the best. You yeah. can tell that this guy worked on Predator because he directed this movie like it was a horror movie for a good portion of it. And I uh-huh. love Oh, yeah. That. We're getting like, the Friday the Thirteenth like pan of the legs all the time on the Punisher with his with his dope silver tipped boots. He oh has yeah, on. those boots are sexy so as fuck. So oh, many they foot are, knives they in are. this movie. Yeah. Oh, that that time where <laughs> oh, he kill, yeah. he slashes a dude like vertically with his foot like through the ceiling of an elevator. Oh my god! Yeah, the, that opening scene, like his whole just... leg just goes down yeah. from the ceiling. Fuck. Yeah, they. I mean, Matt, you had mentioned that uh, in private one time that they they shoot the whole beginning like a slasher movie. Eight feet. Yes. Eight Exactly. His like, siege yeah. of the mobster's mansion is just like fucking Jason showed up. Yes. <laughs> if, if you if you swap out like just just mentally just keep the whole scene, but just swap out like uh, camp counselors for the mobsters and all the Jason. mobsters are in little Daisy Dukes and like exactly. midriff shirts. Same dialogue. Yeah. Same dialogue though. Um, yeah, you're right. <laughs> what the fuck is it? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no fucking Punisher. He's this like has so the way he just stock. is able to lasso a guy too, like oh, from yeah. way up on the second just floor, the noose drops down. Loose, uh, yeah, noose lasso. And that is, that. and that's perfect to depict the Punisher because yeah, he's fucking Jason. Yes, like you stab him, he's gonna ignore it, and he's gonna throw you off the balcony. Yep. And into me, like it, it, this scene, the and it's the opening scene, other than yeah. like a brief like news thing, and, a, and a pretty Tells awesome us, credit sequence. Yeah. Like, the credit <laughs> sequence, I was gonna say, very akin to, which is kind of crazy that, um, very akin to the Raimi Spider Man type, yes. the, oh, yeah. the the feeling, the sound, and you know, just the the, the it really flashes. gets you fucking yeah, you just feel ready to watch the fucking movie. Yeah, we're that. doing like you know the we have a bunch of for anyone who hasn't seen those credit sequences is listening to this. I know some people listen to these before they see the film. Yeah. Uh we, we have like still <laughs> still shots of uh of criminals with their guns. It's like a shooting gallery. It really like, felt like, what is it, like, like police or, training. Uh, Hogan's Alley. Hogan's Alley. Holy and shit. then you yeah. you cut to shots of the Punisher of Dolph Lundgren with like a big old fifty cow just like Ugh! and then like these these target things shatter like glass and 
and the whole time there's like literal targets kind of going wah 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 at, yeah, at whole... you from the center of the screen making yeah. like sort of a Stranko spiral thing yeah, it's going a psychedelic on. in a way it, it's it's got a weird almost uh very psychedelic and, and there's almost a weird james bond credit sequence vibe oh yeah, yeah. you could have put a crooner over this yes really but instead it. it's almost horror movie music i mean there are it times where it's almost the way. psycho like the re- 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 yeah the like, theme song know. is super doom vibes yeah oh absolutely yeah. Got that it, it, vibe to it. It's scary. It's funny rewatching this after so much time and being like, "Fuck, this is so much better than I remember." <laughs> like, yeah. Holy shit, this is a really competent movie. It yes. kind of like aged that finally, you know, like, because, it, because it's all talked about like it's some kind of joke. You know, everyone's right. just like, hey, "Dolph Lundgren did a Punisher movie in the eighties. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but it's better than all the other ones. Well, and so yeah. that's the thing is it also so you get the people gripe about the no skull. Who cares? Or, Who okay. cares? Exactly. You know? And it also has the unfortunate um, place of being so close to the the um, Matt Salinger, Captain America, the the never released Fantastic Four that Corman produced. You know, so I guess oh, yeah. people bundled there exactly. where it doesn't need to be. And it, yeah. right. it didn't fit with them at all because it wasn't no. trying to be that. They right. were like, they were like, this isn't a superhero movie. And we want to make that very clear. Yeah. Exactly. Well, because the people who complain about the lack of skull, I want to see someone doing it. Now that we're in this era of deep fakes and all kinds of shit you can do to edit you, things. Oh, yeah. Like, you could totally don't just give them. No, don't just give them the skull. I want the white utility belt and the rubber oh, gloves. Right. Or when there was the white gloves on, too. And, and like the, the pouches on the front of his belt made yeah. completed the teeth of the skull logo. Well, and it's oh, yeah. so funny because even when you watch, I, I, mean, I think in that the uh, recent show, like this, the skull ends up getting so faded the way the way they even put it on like yeah. the shirt it's yeah, so it's distressed that he's like sweating through it getting grime on it blood on it it's like yeah. I, I think people realize that it's like you don't need it like it's not no. i mean in your own he doesn't care it's just what he had on yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only way that i could see them even with the way they present him in this movie is if they it would have to be one of those situations where like something's happened to his shirt and he's doing the like Michael Myers thing, just grabbing what's near him and throws on a shirt that's got a skull. Like that would be Isn't that what way. happened with the Tom Jane Punisher? Like it was like a that's... tourist item when they were on vacation. Yes, it was. Yep. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And See? it was just what he had on when the incident happened, so he wears it to remember. You know? Right. Because otherwise you're giving you're almost giving him you don't want to see him plan too much. Like not, not no. in that way. And again, that's another way he works <laughs> it, like a slasher, right? Like, like there's, there's a shot of the Punisher, like sketching his costume. Okay. So yeah. I'm get big white boots. Exactly. <laughs> Toby Maguire. Like, yeah. Get all these little pouches. For all like, who can I talk to about a pouch thing? I don't really yeah. know where to get pouches. To yeah. me, it's basically like that. Michael Douglas falling down. He snaps, and then he's in snap mode the entire yeah. time. Yeah. He's never thinking about. Michael Douglas wasn't like, "Oh, I don't want to look like a Poindexter weirdo anymore." Yeah. He just stays that way because that's the way he fucking was when he snapped. Right. So it makes yeah. sense why he, he never comes back. Thinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah he doesn't. Um, that movie I just re- I just rewatched it recently, and it actually still holds up. I actually like that. movie. That's another one of those misunderstood movies for me because when is. I was a kid, I was like totally on defense's side. Oh, he's like, you know, yeah, I was like yeah, yeah. and then like I, it was the the whole I'm the bad guy thing about that movie uh, was lost on me as a kid. I was like, this is just a cool dude, man. He's just going around like fucking shit up, and being like, well, fuck you, that man. One. I don't want to be your buddy, about Rick. Mental health. I remember that <laughs> one being sold as like a heavy drama, and while I know it is a it definitely drama, can... they they really 
never played yeah. up the fact that there's a lot of comedy to it. Like the yeah. fast food scene alone, right. um, it still made me laugh. And <laughs> but so much part, of the yeah. humor is uh, based on you not being on his side and him yes. not being him being oblivious to his situation yes. and the way that he got misled like that whole thing with the convenience store owner let's turn this into a falling down episode yeah why uh, not? it's why not, not that far off i didn't mean like, to bring it up not really does give you that similar vibe except that the, uh, you know the punisher was already a trained killer before, right you know what yeah. i mean so, whereas this is just like a guy who works behind a desk you know <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing but that thing in the convenience store where he's like do you know how much money my country has given your country and the guy goes how much and he goes, I, I don't know, but it's probably right. yep. a lot. <laughs> probably know, like, a lot. <laughs> that whole, like, I don't know. I'm just sort of repeating conservative just, talking points. Yeah. I've been completely just, brainwashed. Yep. He's and uttering was, bullshit. And I never picked up on any of that as a younger guy. I was only watching it again in my middle age that I'm like, oh, shit, there's a whole layer to this yeah. I missed out on. And this movie's even better than I thought but it was. Once I, I yep. remember seeing it, like, not necessarily knowing what I was getting into, but then seeing it later when I knew more about movies. And once I saw Joel Schumacher was the director, I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. There's, this is not going to be like um, the gritty series movie that I remembered it. Like, being. yeah, I'm like, if Joel Schumacher direct, not that he didn't make serious movies, no. but his weirdo sense of humor was always. It's present. definitely woven and, in there. Yeah. Prevalent yeah. in every film he did. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you, and, you would just find it. And like, that's, um, and it's kind of something Michael Douglas excels at is that yes. weird straight faced delivery that he does sometimes where he's it doesn't appear he's joking around, but you're you're laughing along. You're kind yeah. of laughing. Yeah, he's just really good at delivering lines. And not way. in that like buffoonish Bruce Campbell no. way. Like no. you're not like what a goof. So, but no, it's, it's so just a guy serious. who's a serious man who's incidentally <laughs> saying something funny. Exactly. Yes. But the but, Punisher. Um, but the Punisher, yeah, I was just uh, the Punisher. The one question, the one question I have about this opening scene, this slasher type scene with killing everybody, because I definitely did want to talk about that one. Um, it seemed like he already had the entire home wired to blow. Yeah, he probably could have just saved some time and pressed the button. And, uh, maybe he just wanted to make he really uh, he's hands on. Maybe I, this I, one's I, for Frankie. Yeah. Right, no, I, I think I think this one needed to be. For him, this like, was special. This was hands on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, these, like, while the whole crime family continues, these, this guy was like the one that is directly responsible for what happened to his family, or at least that's yeah. what it was. And I love in that. The, like, um, this is in the, the end of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. It felt like the end of a, it's like, so previously Again, on The Punisher. Honestly, yeah. if they cut it differently and did this before the credit sequence, it would be like a James Bond movie. This was like, here's the, like, uh, piece oh, of yeah. adventure the, the you cold see. open or the opening gambit, as they would yeah. say in, like, MacGyver. Oh, right. I love that. <laughs> I love that term. Yes, but um, the work print edition does flesh that out. Uh, the the whole scene, the whole mission that he and Lou are on is regarding that mob boss and his okay. And so you get the you they set up that you know that mob boss gets away, and then he puts the hit out on Frank's family because of that incident. Gotcha. And so yeah, ah, so yeah, a little background. And they, so it's interesting that they do take him out so early in the movie because that fits with Punisher. Like his whole thing is like. Like I was saying about the uh, at any given moment when you don't see him on screen, he's probably got a gun in his mouth. Yeah. Um, yeah. The whole like, well, mission accomplished. I killed the man who killed my family, and he's gun- and he will take himself out. But oh, there's something else I got to do. 
right you yeah. know like yes. it's like he, there, it's not that like and i will dedicate myself to making nope. sure this doesn't happen ever again it's always just like ah shit i gotta go kill this guy now and yep. it's just like i swear i'm gonna get around he's got like the to-do list and it says kill yourself at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, yeah. he's like totally. i swear i'm gonna get to it eventually yeah he has to keep moving it from his calendar ah damn it next month <laughs> fine i'll do it tomorrow uh, did you guys ever watch the critic oh yeah little bits yeah, uh, yeah so yeah, yeah. there was one episode where they uh it's the crazy postman episode actually which fits <laughs> into something about the punisher nonetheless um but when jay the critic checks his schedule and it's like the whole month is one day manic the next day depressive manic depressive <laughs> yeah. he's like oh, let me see if i can fit you into my schedule the punisher's <laughs> schedule or uh, like is very similar. very similar yeah very very similar it's just uh he just it's just written in chalk along a sewer wall oh well yeah yeah <laughs> Which that's amazing. Like we got to that after the the explosion at the mansion, yes. he gets away before they go. We go to his lair, and I wish that there was an edition that showed us that deleted scene where he takes out the Ninja Turtles and Splinter. Because like he rolls in there, just wipes their asses out, and flushes them down the sewer, and then just yeah. kind of gives a nice nod to Casey Jones yeah. as he's walking by. He's like, like, you, yeah, you're yeah. okay. You're, okay. I like the idea of uh, Punisher waking up and he's making his morning cereal and he's pouring it into a big turtle shell that's been dried out. <laughs> I don't know what those guys' deal was, but they yeah. didn't. They didn't see. They were probably up to something. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that one was on the up and up. You just see him like keeping like Leonardo's swords, though. It's like, yeah, you know what? I can make this. These he does use a sword once or twice, or maybe not. I mean, I just, well, he's got his daggers. Uh, well, but there is a scene where he looks like he stabs through a car, and it's pretty good distance. I'm like, was that a sword? Oh, there is a sword thrown yeah. like a javelin at one point, but I thought that was one of the yeah. Yakuza guys who did well, Maybe see, that's what and, it was. There, yeah, I guess it. that's going to be the, the other right. like telltale sign that we're in a late 80s action movie is we can't just hang around like white guy mobsters like this whole time, right? Oh, We've no, been dealing no. with the Italians since the 70s. We got to mix yeah, it up. We got to mix it up. And it's Yakuza time. <laughs> And I don't know how many of the Italians were actually Italian in this movie because no. the main guy that mixed we see bag. is Dutch. <laughs> yeah, mixed mixed bag for sure. Yeah, that, they're all they are all doing their best, the, like their best voice, local yes. dinner theater Goodfellas for sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, they do. But, a lot of them do look very community theater Goodfellas. Yeah, you know. <laughs> We just... we spent a lot of the money on the on the squibs and the explosions. Yeah, yeah. the need... money for actors. Uh... They're gonna golf die was anyway. expensive, man. He was yeah. just an email, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, I do yeah. like the one hot headed one that um la- actually lived a lot longer than I thought he was gonna live. But uh, the, the you know the one that gets the earring, um, Chinese stars to his hands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like That's that a guy. Hell of a speed when that happens. Yeah, I like. Oh that my god! Yeah, it's it's amazing. It, you know what? So. I've got to get kind of give credit to this movie also for the fact that while it is a, again, a simple like eighties action movie, the plot is a little more involved than I think yeah. I, I would expect because more than Bronson would have dealt with. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, and, 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 and even more for like a straight up like revenge thriller. Cause like what we essentially have is we see his main mission basically end complete. But then, obviously, that crime family continues because there was... Yeah, they bring uh, Franco out of retirement because he, he was... He was like in exile a... or something, basically. Yeah, I guess he like, was like, hey, you know, I've been doing this for a while. I'm going to head out. And They said like, something oh. about like he was a coward or like one, yeah. like that was the thing. Like it seemed like he yeah. might have run when times got tough, but now he's he just to happens come to be next in 
line. And he wants to consolidate the families because now they're all thinned out. They've yes. been like yeah. literally. Because what is it? Know, they he's killed 125, 125 people. Yeah, he's killed yeah. 125 in five, in five years. years, and like, that's just like main people, not including henchmen. I think. Well, I was going to say, I'm thinking that has to be like. Oh, he's probably killed like 300 or something. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, there's Jeez. not a dude walking through like a crime scene with the clicker in his head going, yeah. all right, click, 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 there's five more. Yeah, that's he's got a like a little one. pin with a little skull on top. It's specifically for punishing deaths. <laughs> Dude, that would be pretty awesome. Actually. <laughs> oh, I got so much paperwork when I get back to the office. <laughs> Damn it. Give me the punisher file. <laughs> that, that's what they should show Louis Gossett Jr. doing. Like every time, like he's not like, like as soon as like we get away from an action scene, it should cut to him just at his desk, just like, oh God, like how much a, a new stack, it's gotten a little taller. Right. And like, you know, he's using like the daggers that he's collected as like paperweights, like and like letter <laughs> I know after a while, like who cares? Like... It's not even evidence at this point. Yeah, it's just a letter opener and he's like cracking open a, a beer with it and shit. Yeah. yeah. Just... But like I guess what was interesting though is like they then had to bring in the yakuza like it's just like you know because i feel like that almost was just a requirement for this era of movies and would be for the next like five years oh like we just keep going a while now again weirdly to this movie's credit it like it does it does not make any issue out of the fact that the leader of the yakuza is a woman like no. there's not even I don't think no. there's like they even really like a she's the first woman to right. run the yakuza, but, but it's in like a way very... that makes her more intimidating. Because yeah, it was it's her more brother. like she's a badass, and yeah, it was like a, they don't she kills do her it. brother, and yeah, she's Harvard ed- Harvard educated, so she's not only incredibly deadly, she's incredibly intelligent. So yeah, it's intimidating to you know these fucking spaghetti boys. But it's so <laughs> weird that like. Oh, I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding. I, who are you apologizing to? <laughs> Chef Boyardee? Like, Mike he's not Wood. here. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my God. I do love the, the introduction. Something that I will say, I've seen a good amount of 80s action movies. Never seen Scuba Ninjas. This is my favorite. Oh, man. The Scuba amazing. Ninjas Oof. is a great addition to this. That whole scene, is, I was okay. I was jumping up and down watching it. Yes. And you can follow the – I was kind of shocked how well I was able to follow the action because a it's lot not of times in these movies, it's so many cuts. Like And like you said, it might be the whole ed- – uh, an editor. You had a seasoned editor do yeah. it. Yeah. And he was He's... thinking about it while he shot it. Exactly, because you really can see like, oh, they're like taking over the boat and they're doing this, and mm-hmm. they're like, you can see them actually getting the stuff and putting it in a van. Like, it's very, very well shot, and I just love that the Punisher's up there. And at first, he's he like, he gets up, <laughs> he finds out about it from uh, the big drug thing from from Shakes. Shakes, We're oh yeah, Shakes. is we he in the comic book, Shakes for a second? No, no, I don't think oh, he's okay. actually he's more um akin to a, a character called Crowley that's in the Moon Knight comics. Yes. Uh, uh, who appeared in the Moon Knight TV show uh, with like no dialogue. They made him basically the silver painted guy from Hollywood Boulevard. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, and they had Moon Knight just kind of like, you know, therapy, like trauma dump on him periodically as he just sat there. But in the comics, he was basically like Shakes is here. He's like, yes, very well spoken. You know, Shakes speaks in like rhyming. Uh, rhymes. That's yeah. why he's called Shakes. Well, and uh, go ahead, I was going to say, it's funny, like, I made a joke about, you know, old time radio earlier, but like, this character is exactly um, a character that is in so many, like, there's a show called Boston Blackie, which is, yeah, uh, you know, a guy that was an ex-criminal that is now 
you know, a good guy. And he's got all these weird, like, you know, connections from his days being a criminal. And it's always like a drunk guy called um, the professor or the maestro or the act, you know, it's like something like that. Yeah. And they're, they're these very well-spoken guys that are just like down on their luck, like always talking about how they used to perform Shakespeare and stuff. And mm-hmm. they're the ones that can go get him all the information. And it's, it's the old so, vaudeville guys who are now totally living on the exactly street. what it is. Yeah. And like, but in this movie, it didn't annoy me. Normally, that annoys the hell that out of me. Like character. That character. Yeah, no. It's, I liked him in this movie. He's got a bit of heart to him. You know, he's the reason why um, he's you know, Punisher even gets, yeah, that he even, yeah, he kind of he sends him on a trajectory of the, the that concludes the rest of the film, really. And, yeah. But I, at first, I'm not kidding. I thought he was... Um, I thought he was I thought he had powers because I'm like, how does this like drunk British guy who's a thespian know about this huge drug cartel thing right. happening at Pier Th- like he knows the appears because I mean, it'd be one thing if he was like this guy and he's kind of like this. And he used to be a fucking yeah. gangster and like, yeah. oh, my my boys told me my connections told me that this is going on. And but no, he's like, the connected. Like intuit it or like, yeah, like I kind of like the idea like this, this homeless goof, you know, this like he's disregarded by the criminals that are making plans. So like they don't realize he's listening to everything. So yeah, he's because he's out there around. doing soliloquies and shit, and they're like, "Ah, yeah. he's hardless. Don't worry he's about it." He's a buffoon. Yeah, but he's that's why he's Frank's informant that, yeah. because uh, he can listen in and retain everything he hears. Got his yes. ears on the street. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I love the way that Frank uh, tracks <laughs> him down or, or summons him. Like he he took the RC truck that he stole from Michelangelo after he broke his brains yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then just, just you know just rc's a bottle of hooch over to the guy fucking amazing I, that intro is was burned I loved in it. my memory like i gotta I, say i could forgot. capture me that way it's so sad but you really could <laughs> that's you how we some, get daniel on the grind bit you put some wood for reserve behind a little mechanical truck a little rc that. truck i will follow that into any alley i just want to see that like you walking down the street just Ooh. like like if <laughs> i was going a, if i was in a um a fucking uh, saw movie. That's the way Jigsaw would get me, and then punish and me. And the door like, slams behind you or something. Yeah, <laughs> you've oh, been no, jerking off five times there. a day for the last two months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's like I need to like cu- I need to fill up like a giant like barrel or of cut with cum unless this I, episode of Double Dare sucks. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Your you partner's are. wearing a bucket helmet like this. I don't want to like, be here. Stop moving. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Like, I don't care what you tell me is in those pancakes. I am not diving through them. There needs nope. to be a Saw porno movie. Like, it's basically... Don't, don't, wish, don't, don't do this. <laughs> Why are you doing this? You know what you're asking. Like, Yeah, that would just basically be that scene in 7 where he's like, get this thing off of me! He's just and got, like, a giant I razor know, honestly, dildo. I, I, I almost am hesitant to say, like, I bet you it exists. Like, I, I just... Might, it must. Yeah. It Something. Might. There's a Something. porn parody of everything. I thought you were going to say there needed to be like a porn version of Double Dare, which that I'm kind of on board for. Oh, that definitely exists. Yeah, Double Dare. Trivia, physical challenges, weird. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if there's anchor porn, there's Mark Hummers. (laughs) Mark Hummers. Perfect. Perfect. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Oh, Oh my God. You don't want to know what you're digging in a giant thing of at the end. So what do y'all think of the Detective Sam Leary? Do you think she, this movie needed her? 
Not really. <laughs> I mean, the work print edition, you know, when we meet her and she's like, she's in- introducing herself to Lou and she's just like, I was the hooker on that one mission. Yes, uh, me. That's the mission in the work print edition. So we see her oh, as a hooker in the beginning. On the back of our D, the, 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 the damn it, DVD I need to see this. On the back you gotta get the, the Blu-ray, DVD, guys. The back of the DVD, the regular DVD, I don't know about, um, there's a, a still shot of Frank, Louis Gossett Jr., and a woman dressed like a hooker on the back of the oh, DVD. Oh, that's from that scene. And that must be from that scene because that's yeah. nowhere else in the movie. I didn't even know. Yeah. I, honestly, Matt, did not Because I kept even going like, where is DVD? this moment? Like, cause, But like, it's funny because there's a part of me Jeez. that almost wonders if she was a later addition, like through notes. Like, Someone's like, like no, no, there's no women in this movie. Other other than than the, the, right. <laughs> the, like the two women in this movie otherwise are like the yeah. lead villain and like her like deadly like hench. And I gotta like, say, I love that Tanaka, very beautiful woman, but I like that she's not sexualized. No. Like she's just a badass lady yeah. that walks you around. You with her. Yeah, 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 exactly. And she's not young. Like she's no. like, I mean, she's not old, but she's not like some young 20 whatever year old fucking the way they always sexualize. Right. No, they didn't you know, do like, like that. a few year a few years later, it would have had to have been like a Tia Carrera like yeah, not, like isn't there like a rush hour right, where there's like, an Asian type yes. of a woman boss and she's like this beautiful like she could be yeah. a model. Yes. It's like no, no. That's not yeah. anyone <laughs> Anyone that is a, a straight up psycho killer, yeah, kind of highly doubt they're gonna look like they could be on, you know, Cover Girl or whatever. The fuck, it, you know? That's it rare. You, it's rare for me. It, it makes me wonder, like, at least give them one scar on the face, something. Right. Yeah. The one you got. You got to give the one flaw that makes them the villain. Right? Yeah. Like, that one time. <laughs> that one time. That guy with a knife in his boot. It'll, got it, me. it'll be the. Do you want to know how I got this scar? You know, this little <laughs> yeah. one. I, what, which scar which can one? you tilt your head to the light so yes. i can oh, oh that one nah, no that's not get, it no 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 i think you were just no, that's uh, a birth I think, you, I think you just kind of slept weird on your pillow it's it'll go oh, no away. i know <laughs> that's I, a hair. Out as, I, I got scared as a kid with that happened where he slept oh, yeah. weird on you woke up with the biggest like a weird mangle you looked at the man without a face <laughs> yes well it was a quilt that was very like loosely uh, woven and i looked like pinhead without the pins on one side of my face hell yeah it scared the shit out of me you're like and i had seen hellraiser at a way too young of an age and I was always terrified of Pinhead as a little. I kid. just like that you're like post operation Pinhead. Yeah, they, they quite have, they haven't been put in yet. <laughs> Pinless Pinhead. Uh, just to that head. point, though, I just worth mentioning at the time of this recording. I just got tickets this morning to see the premiere of I the remake of Hellraiser. That. That's Holy awesome! Shit, it's going to debut on Hulu on October seventh, yeah. but on October fourth. It's going to be at the uh, Arrow Theater in Santa Monica. That's so awesome. Oh, you son of a bitch. I have high hopes for that one. Me too. I'm really excited about it. Oh, man. Uh, Hulu... Yeah, you're going to have to give me your uh, your little quick review, your spoiler-free review. Oh, of course. Of course. I'll be, in the, I'll be in the Discord talking about it. And, yeah. And thanks to, you know, thanks to Prey, I feel like Hulu is going to, like, it has is positioned well to be quietly, like, kind of a, a place to go to for some quality, like, original movies like yeah because i think hulu kind of fell out of favor for a while like it was kind of a big one and then (laughs) it waited in the background it's like you know uh on on i watch a lot of competitive art shows you know be it be it cooking or tattooing or special effects or whatever i watch all that shit you know ink master and and shit like that 
Yeah, all those. And there's always there's always a, a guy or two who just sort of like disappears in the middle. Yep. You know, like he's not the worst, he's not the yeah, best, he's, he's gonna chill going. until we get to like the final five, and then you're like, Who's that guy? Yeah, he comes out, <laughs> he's like, like I mean, it comes down in. to just you guys. And you're like, wait a minute, I don't even know this guy. He's been here the whole time. Hulu did that with the streaming services. It's just like, Yeah, you know I'm here, but like I'm yeah. not making waves. Yeah. Until I'm busy I'm making make waves. Yeah. I have a guilty pleasure, I will admit, don't judge me, that I really get a kick out of watching The Bachelorette. And uh <laughs> This season, this one guy, I swear to God, he did it just that, Bobby. This guy must have somehow snuck in the pack, just kept on, you know, didn't really <laughs> get into the cameras. And then it gets to the top three. I'm not kidding. It gets to the top three. And this guy's one of them. And I went, who, is who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> it's like, Mil- it's Milton from the Suicide Squad. <laughs> He's like, I've been yep. here the whole time, bitches. <laughs> uh, that happened with, uh, I was watching one called F-Boy Island. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And it has the same setup as like the Bachelor yeah, the or the Bachelorette one kind of thing. But uh, there was a handful of those too. They're like, you know, it's like, well, you know, we're down to four guys, so I'm gonna go on a date with Charlie. And I'm like, who the fuck's Charlie? <laughs> like, there's just a dude who's been he's been sitting in the background on like a couch this whole season. He's <laughs> just like checking his phone. He's just sitting there. Yeah, I mean, maybe sometimes, you know, it's true though. I remember when I had like a really. It was just after my divorce. I was pretty much guzzling booze every single fucking day. I was like, I, I met this one chick and I just was bored and I'm just talking to her. The problem was every time we met up, I had already been drinking like an hour or two before I saw her. You were so pre-gaming like, your dates? I was pre-gaming the date. It was a bad time. Daniel. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have to lecture you. You've been through it already. You're out the other <laughs> side. Yeah, you don't have to lecture me out, but uh, I know it was bad. But and, Daniel. <laughs> and, uh, I'd be in the date. She'd be, she's a real talker and i would just be like yeah yeah no you know because you're just so you know when you get kind of especially whiskey drunk you don't have a lot of energy so you're just like yeah and we're like on our third or fourth date and there's this quiet little pause and she's like i like how mysterious you are oh no and i'm like oh oh you're oh you've not ever met me i realized yeah. mysterious like, like snoopy's cousin yeah. <laughs> i'm actually known to be quite the open book <laughs> you're sitting there like i've been bearing my soul to you this whole time what do you mean i'm mysterious (laughs) and then you do that like weird hard swallow that means you're about to vom no that would be the time to projectile vomit like just you're so mysterious (laughs) (laughs) just lit the player that would it would be worth it it would be worth it yeah that poor girl talk about the uh you know, you always got to have that rebound moment, and uh, she landed on that one. But I'm sure she's doing great. She was actually making a lot of money. I mean, so she'd have to be at this point. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. Where do you go? <laughs> yeah, I, I showed her the rock bottom. Exactly. <laughs> I showed her how bad it can get. So, But the she, Punisher. Oh. But the Punisher, anyway. We, <laughs> I, um, we, we skipped over my favorite line in the whole movie, so I'm sorry please. I have to do this. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, um, when we meet Louis Gossett Jr. in this movie – like someone from the mayor's office is like or right. whatever walking around with like him yeah like being like the one who's like you're nuts like you can't keep talking about this punisher thing blah 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 there's a point and maybe i heard this wrong but at the end that guy says like um you know he's out there whacking off bad guys he oh yeah whacking bad guys it was like whacking off bad guys and i was just like there's no way and yeah. It cracked me up because it's not played as a joke, and then I and it had made me go like, maybe in the eighties that was whacking off. Quite I don't the think joke was no. common. 
uh, whacking guys or... for sure, but I think it was just a, a error that got left in the movie. Oh, so yeah. good though because it's not played as a joke, and it it, it, it was a nice little double take moment. Honestly, that's that... when Frank put on the white gloves. <laughs> yes, it, well, exactly. <laughs> He's got to get to the cotillion. Honestly, whacking golf feels like it was like from like two, like maybe. Well, may, I'll give it like ninety seven to like two thousand eleven, and it is. Da- I I haven't heard anyone say that was your prime off. whacking off time. Um, that was your prime whacking it, off time. It, no, the prime time was um, what's well, the character from Beavis and Butthead, Mister Ander? Is it Mister Anderson? The yeah. ones that whack it's off. Tom Anderson. Tom Anderson. The guy who talks. The guy who has the exact same voice as Hank Hill. Hank Hill, that, right? Yes. That guy. It was when he would pronounce the W. Little boys about whacking off in my pool yeah, that, that was, But it just cracked me up in this movie because it was like it felt like a moment where it was like, "Oh, is this a joke?" No, it's not a joke. They're just no. moving on. Quite <laughs> like, yeah, he's okay, whacking cool. off bad guys. I just Did want a shot. That... Like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see anything graphic. Have it be just out of frame. But I just want, you know, the thousand yard stare, Frank Castle thinking back about his family dying while, while his while his shoulder is just like moving. <laughs> But it's a I miss when I just is, shot people. Because he is very sweaty when he's in that sewer. I mean, how really he sure. is able to survive. I, I mean, hot down there. Yeah, probably gets pretty toasty and uh, somehow he survives. I mean, it explains why he's. we get that scene where he's like ass naked, meditating or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that we, needed, we needed like a middle ground. We needed like, you know, summer fud butter. Yes. <laughs> Again. It's like you know, on a humid, hot New York afternoon, he, he comes up out of the sewer, but he's got like the skull tank top and the Daisy Dukes on. Uh, you have Still seen, all black, at least you know. You remember those Marvel swimsuit specials, right? Oh yeah, they did, oh, yeah. Where like they would draw him with like the skull tank top and like tiny and like shorts, little 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 shorts because it was a time period. Oh Ooh. wow, yeah. that have I've never seen that. You gotta. Oh, we'll have to send that to you. Oh, like, the Marvel swimsuit stuff was amazing. We're just the the any comic that came out in the summertime, there'd be like you know in the back of the comic too. They'd also always have like some kind of summer image. The you know subscribe to Marvel Comics where you have the yeah. checklist of stuff you could send away, and there'd yeah. be like the x-men are at the beach and nightcrawler is just in a pair of shorts teleporting over to two hot babes with a hot dog in each yeah. hand i was gonna say i would not say no to a psylocke swimsuit uh oh i can <laughs> oh, it's been drawn oh okay but, uh, guaranteed but the I absurdity am... of the punisher in his beach it's wear. hilarious yes i mean where's he have his gun you know what oh, i mean geez. i'm i'm about to show you daniel <laughs> matt's shoulders gonna start moving <laughs> just it's got my I like the idea of someone asking the Punisher on the beach, where's your gun? He's like, you ever heard of Vaseline? (laughs) I think he almost had a Bronson voice there. A boy Because we're not Sorry, my allergies have been killing me, so I'm trying not to lose my voice today. Oh, you're doing fine. Yeah, I'm hanging in there. Well, and, you know, this is, again, much like the Punisher, we we just have to have a very low-key... You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I'm not doing a lot of yelling give today. One of these, <laughs> yeah, that draw of his. I, it's, he's it's, doing Stallone. It's weird. You're right. <laughs> he's doing a Stallone impression, man. No, is he? Is, every time he says something, he's <laughs> where that. does he? Where does Dolph hell from? Uh, he uh, is. Is he Dutch? He's Dutch, I think. <sighs> That's, it's he's very to. international. He's from everywhere. The man speaks do, like nine languages. I'm yeah. going to do real time research, but I know for sure that our um, what's it Franco? What's the character? Is it um, 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, something Franco. Uh, yeah, that actor is Dutch. He's one of my favorite '80s actors. Um, Gianni I'm gonna, Franco. I'm not going to even try and pronounce his real name. Um, it's Crab Crabby <laughs> is the last name. He was in a Mr. James Krabs. Bond movie. Um, oh yeah, Jeroen. That guy, I love that guy. He is such a. He can do like the smarmiest look in the world. Like he and, is really good. Yeah, I, I liked his whole vibe. But he almost has a weird Antonio Banderas like stare too, but like not like in the Yeah. I don't know. It was it was a weird thing, but like he's our, you know, I guess secondary villain. I don't know what would you yeah. call him in this movie. He's sort of a, a mid boss. <laughs> but know, also yeah. at a certain point, a teammate. Like, you know, and that's yeah. the other Which know. I love that little turnaround in the movie. It, you know, it's been done, but I, I like the way it was done in this one. I I liked him pitting, you know, using his, you know, his best or his ex-best friend. I don't know what they would call it, but him getting Lou and being like, yeah, I'm just going to blow this dude's brains out or you can save my son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, just so Daniel sweet. doesn't get, yeah, I was about, thank you. I was about to say, I don't want Daniel getting any emails. I'm going to mention that he's not Dutch, he's Swedish. Oh, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> his real name is Hans. Of course oh, it shit. is. <laughs> he's Hans Lundgren. Hans Lundgren. Oh, He's like, hello. nobody wants a Hans. I'm going to call myself something cool like Dolph. I like the idea. <laughs> That's the, the awesome, like, tough guy name, Dolph. He's like, fuck yeah, Dolph. Yeah. I like the idea That's, of... It's uh... like Swedish Jake or Bruce or something. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of Dolph Lundgren going into the audition room, and uh, he's, like, doing his little line, and he's like, tell me, God, have you ever thought about it? And they're like, can you just bring it down, like, a thousand? He's like, tell me, God. They're like, there you go. You got it, buddy. <laughs> it would be amazing. Oh, man, yeah. just full Swedish chef on that shit? Yes. Yeah, like, this boisterous... Punished and guilty. <laughs> I don't do voices, so I don't even know no. why I tried that. Like, uh, it's all good. That, you guys are getting I don't relaxed. Either. I literally just <laughs> pretend like I do. It makes it more fun. I I always felt like good impressions aren't funny. It's just no. like, yeah, you sound like the guy. Cool. Congratulations. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> oh, one thing we didn't mention about the scuba ninjas earlier was yeah. uh, I my favorite part of that scene is uh, Punisher from his perch harpoons a scuba ninja to the side of a oh, van yes. and then and zip then... lines down that rope like yes. Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. It was very yes. Warzone esque. I think. Oh, it whoever, ruled. Yeah, I think the that's what I mean. Like Warzone was movie. clearly inspired by the yes, Dolph inspired by it. Like, what if we did that now in like 2011 or whatever yes. that was? Because that is brutal as. Fuck to like yeah. harpoon a man through his chest into and then a use car him as a zip line while you're <laughs> blasting people with the biggest goddamn machine gun. Because he really is like, oh, the, sweet, I got a two for one special. Well, Yakuza and, and well, the mob. At first, it, it was kind it's of kill everybody. There's a moment before he does that when he, you know, when we see it unfolding where he's realizing, oh wait, there's other people here and yeah, they're yeah. there he almost seems he like, to like recalibrate for the situation well, he's almost, yes, he's almost for like, a second like hmm. intent to be like well maybe i'm just gonna let them kind They'll of kill each other kill each yeah. other and then i i forgot something happens there but like that he makes him doesn't he um doesn't he crack off a shot that makes them start shooting at each other something like that i feel yeah. like he did that like get started the chaos and then got involved it was too too good to pass up it was, it was like i gotta good. get in there yeah, well, he's already dude, there. That drug deal up. was not subtle, man. Like that was like, 
mean, 80s whole, movie uh, drug deal. I uh, know, exactly. Yeah. But like, Very Miami Vice-esque. It, yeah. it was like all the mobsters. It's like, did you each have to drive your own car? Like, come on. Like, <laughs> you know, you could, you know. You could put like four people in one car. We don't need. Like, we need to send that many people to do this. Yeah, yeah. I like I like them walkie talking each other, and each one of the mobsters have like a one liner, like it's yep. a video game. You know, it's very uh, Grand Theft Auto esque. Everyone yeah. has a little quirky thing. To Everyone's say. got the NPC script that they're yeah. working off of. He's like, "Hey, how you doing, Tommy? Ah, oh, my bladder's full. I got a piss. <laughs> Whatever the fuck." And they're also- and then like you wait two seconds, and he goes, "My bladder's full. I got a piss." <laughs> <laughs> he's like starts, walking into a wall starts tapping his foot at you sonic sonic shows up and folds his arms and taps his foot at you like but, but then frank pulls the trigger and there's coins flying everywhere Rings. <laughs> oh my god Man, you know what i'd be all for that well and again even those kills this time by the yakuza they, they're also set up like slasher movie kills it's like someone yeah. sitting in a car it's quick and kind of does like a a kind of like a joke and then a beat you know a beat and then something crashes through the window that's or, when we get the know. katana blade through the yes. windshield yeah it, yeah it just pins right. him like a butterfly kind of reminds me of that um in batman begins that very first scene where christian bell is finally batman and they're like in a where like kind of oh like yeah warehouse yeah. that's actually the i wish the whole movie had batman doing shit like that because yes. that was fucking cool yeah um, there was actually some don't... jump scares the first time i saw it yeah the it's way, um, like intense yeah. and this kind of captures uh that same energy of like it's you don't know when he's coming and he feels like a, a demon ghost person just yeah because like, that's how the punisher stuff. should feel it should feel yeah. like some kind of uh like a like a vengeful ghost came through here well, yeah. and like a force of nature like he shouldn't feel like a man showed up with a machine gun it should be like a, we don't even know where the bullets are coming from They're coming right, right yeah everywhere. Because they they may think like they everyone thinks he died in that fire, but he kind of died in that fire. Okay, you know what I mean. Like, you know, I'm, gl- kind I'm glad that you brought inside. that up. You know, we've seen okay the blow up the mansion where yeah. we see him take like two steps out of sight, and then the whole house. mansion blows up. <laughs> and then we see the flashback where he is at the car, like trying yeah, to. He's got his hands thing. on the window when it explodes. Okay, it's how crazy. did he survive either of them? Maybe like, there's no room old, for doubt. Like, is this a sixth sense situation? Has this motherfucker right. been dead the entire time? <laughs> no, dude. Um, even better than that, uh, Christoph Lambert shows up. <laughs> oh, did why he's did like, you say? And like oh. you, my friend, I have a hard time trying to die. <laughs> now, did you say that name on purpose? Did you read the fat the trivia? No. He was cast and sprained his ankle, so Dolph Lundgren You're replaced fucking him. With no, no, sprained no. his ankle. I swear to God, I didn't know. I was like, wait a minute, because like, again, what? I will, uh, I will point. This to was my, gonna be my goofy Lambert note Lambert? cards, but like, oh please, Christoph Lambert was cast <laughs> first. Christoph Lambert. So this was gonna be like Beowulf. He oh was cast, and then yeah, sprained I'm ankle. I'm which can you? I was gonna bring this up later, but like, okay, I know he was a little bit more physically like imposing you know in the 80s but like can yeah. you even imagine because again this is just off the popularity of highlander right very but, thomas jane ass because thomas jane also really was but, like not a for uh, he was yeah. not a scary figure to me but this, like, but this like five six it was so close to yeah. production this was the script that they were going with it's not like because the, the tom jane punisher the the thing that most people have against it and kind of me too is it doesn't really play like a Punisher movie. He's he's doing a lot more like strategy and like 
yeah. play, pitting people against you each other. You don't get the fact that he, I mean, and even with the plot line of like him having all the friends in the apartment building. Yeah. I know. Super I mean, weird. I read the comic it came from, so yes, I know that yeah, was, yeah. there was precedence for it, obviously. And it was more stylized, but like, like we've been kind of, you know, hammering down on the Punisher has to be depicted as a broken person. He yes, has to be yeah. depicted as a person who cannot make friends. Yeah. Can't really he, he, cannot, he can't function anymore. He did yeah. die. Yes. You know, and that's yeah. the point of this character. Right. Uh, and if you if you miss that mark, you've missed the whole thing. Right. Like, it's not going to work. It's not a good idea to try to humanize a person that literally is just massacring. Whether they're guilty people or not, it's literally right. just brutally yeah. killing people. On the I mean, daily. yeah, because, like, the point of this is, like, gun violence and uh, police corruption slash incompetence uh, ruined this man's life. Yes. yes and like and so like you can't have him being able to function and even thrive in that world right when the point is that world took everything away from him yeah, right exactly. which is why which is weird that gun nuts are really into the punisher he's like right. the opposite because <laughs> like, again it's the classic like just you never read it's it. the you surface you, you have yeah, no clue the, what they're trying to say you just, it's no. judging the book cover it is you know. it is kick-ass classic skull. book cover shit <laughs> that's it because like yeah because the punisher is a story of why you shouldn't be this into guns right yeah <laughs> exactly like, no it's like, exactly you shouldn't be is. part of that world that's the world is not for like, normal people like this is what happens when they become your life because you have nothing else exactly. like that's it like he is literally clinging to guns <laughs> it's all he has left is gun violence um so fav- one of my favorite lines in the movie is when tanaka goes to um to speak to the mob and she's letting them know like i'm not just i'm not trying to ask you for anything i'm literally telling you this is what we want and this is the way it's going to be and i do like yeah. it when i don't know the exact words but she kind of tells she grabs that dude puts his, his arm behind his back she's like when your answers is we're still screwing sheep, sheep or whatever are yep. the crime lords of asia it's like yep. that's fucking dope that was great right <laughs> so, before she like snaps his arm snaps his arm it's, it's and, and she even t- takes a moment to comment on americans she's like yeah you americans have a great capacity for violence but it's wild it's unfocused and then she's like snap yeah <laughs> And, well, and, 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 and it's like precise. well, like a one-handed snap too. It's like oh, yeah. it looks like yeah. no effort on her part, and then the sound effect kicks in, and you're like, "Oh man, that it's guy's a, never using that again." <laughs> it's the old adage, you know, that everyone's a gangster till a real one walks in. Yep. Yeah. She's like, "You guys are just playing what I am." Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Basically, her point. Yeah. Yes, we we are. Yeah, we are that. You're <laughs> yeah. playing that. Yeah. And we it's need amazing. to quick uh, little nod to Michael Tanner here when um, the, was talking about this on Twitter. He's asleep already. He, that's fine. <laughs> Good night. Um, he quoted this on Twitter. He quoted this whole scene like as like something that's just burned in his memory. Oh, he just knows loves, her entire like monologue. The whole like, yeah, your ancestors. And then that's also good. the what's a thespian line is apparently one of his favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. The guy, I mean, to the point where the man spits his drink out. Yeah, he's like, what's a thespian? What, what do you think that Whoa. man is a lesbian? Like, yeah. what, what is, what are you freaked out about? I don't understand his reaction, but uh, it was, yeah, whatever. It made an know. impression on Tanner. and It and is I a just, fun word. We would like to, you know. Say I love hello. saying it. I, I think I've already said it at least once. I love saying thespian. It's a fun word to thespian. say. The word yes. of the day is thespian. It's hard to say it without wanting like kind of flick your wrist up a little. Like thespian. You want to be oh. a thespian. Thespian. Well, I mean, you got to be a thespian like Shakes. Exactly. Yeah, like Shakes. Shakes, Shakes is, is the thespian? greatest thespian of our time. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I know there's that one part where Dolph is telling him something, uh, or Frank Castle is telling him something about, like, 
he's mad at him that he's late and this and that and he piece of shit or whatever he's like that's what the critics said about my hamlet or whatever the <laughs> fuck you know like i love that shit it's such a good bit i know i was kind of worried he's gonna be our jar jar like oh You're right gonna no, be and doing he's, silly gonna, shit. Yes. he's gonna be running alongside frank in the third act yeah and, and again <laughs> Normally, yes, that's the reason why as soon as this character is introduced, my my first thought is to kind of like cringe and recoil because I'm like, oh yeah. no. Yeah. But you get we're gonna get like some those. oh none for me, thank you. I detest guns. Right. Yes. Or or he was gonna it was gonna become one of those moments where and they go up to the line on this where it's like, oh, his death is gonna carry some weird emotional weight. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't die, which is also kind of a surprise. I swore he was, I was going so to. I was so glad he wasn't. Especially after we had that whole scene where he's like talking some sense into Frank and like explaining to him how he's making the problem worse. Yeah. Yes. No, yeah. your existence is actually making this worse than it would be if you weren't here. Yeah, he has kind of some of the. You're not a hero, is his yeah. whole speech. Yeah. Yeah. Pardon me, Dana. I didn't mean to talk about no, that. no, I was just agreeing with you. Like, yeah, he's definitely that kind of uh, uh I forget the, the the turn of phrase, but he's that sort of that voice of reason. Yeah. You know. Which is weird because again, these characters at best are accidentally that. Like they yeah. they they are so comically wrong in everything that they one time by accident get something right. Whereas this character, other than kind of being portrayed in like the stereotypical like look of the time of like okay this person's homeless or a drunk like yeah is pretty remarkably coherent throughout and like mm-hmm. um and I, I for me I, you almost wonder like again you daniel you asked earlier like did did sam the female cop need to be here no like she didn't like they could have really had i mean in one level, like almost Lewis Gossett Jr. didn't have to be here. Like <laughs> really, nobody does but Frank. It's just and <laughs> they're Chase, all just sort of hanging out. Like You're right. they're be, all kind of just magic sprinkles, right? Well, it's true. They're they're, they're the flavor that makes it the flavor. Know, really work. But like, yeah. it, I, they're I do us. Lo- I do <laughs> like the I, I like we're the flavor. Well, not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not me. But oh yeah, oh no. Hey, vanilla is a flavor, man. Yeah, I was gonna say vanilla true. is a flavor, dude. We need but that, like and it works flavor. in every. But I'm like sugar-free yes. vanilla. It's like it's even like, also worse. like after this, I'm just gonna have mad diarrhea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like it's nice at the time, but afterwards, your stomach's just not. Look, yeah, sugar-free. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm perfectly pleasant in the moment, but you know, as soon as we all walk <laughs> away from this, like you guys, we're are worse off for it. Yeah, like, no, no, oh, shit. <laughs> that was a go. mistake. <laughs> Talk about being punished, my asshole. <laughs> no, uh-huh. oh, oh, let me try God. this. Talk about being punished, my asshole. <laughs> you know, I love the idea that, like, the punishment is, is that why he's naked too. in the sewer? He's like, he's down <laughs> he's there just, taking a shit. He's just got bad hot shit. He just, I mean, why not? Like, He's fighting for his life down there with the kind yeah. where you have to strip off all your clothes. I mean, what money is he making? You know, he's just he's pretty going, much eating Taco look, Bell, and that's going to kill you. If it's not like a gun, he's going for dysentery. Something is going to take oh, him yeah. out. Like, he's, he's going to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, like, what fruits and vegetables is Frank Castle oh, eating? This guy's just eating. The Punisher dies of trench foot? <laughs> exactly. Totally. Who would have thought this is how it would end? <laughs> It'd be nice to see Maria and the children again. <laughs> Do you think Dolph Lundgren's just on lays cam- back. Do you think he's on cameo? Like I kind of oh, want. I, we oh. pay him to do Punisher stuff. 
Guarantee. Oh, yeah. For him to just do the cold open for me, if I were to write it out for him, and he does the cold open, and that that's voice. what I was just thinking. Like, it's like um, it reminds me of when like Carl Urban made a comic convention appearance after Dread, and oh. somebody like somebody passed like a collected edition of Judge Dread comics up to the front of the room, and he just started doing the opening like monologue oh, of a story into the microphone. Cool. He was just doing a reading of actual like famous Dread comics, and like yeah. it was amazing. I want I want to do that with Dolph Lundgren. Like yeah, here. as I as far as I'm concerned, Carl Irvin, he is fucking Judge Dredd. Like his mouth yeah. alone is yeah. the fucking weird like down thing that. Oh, dude! If anybody had a mustache in that, I'd come back just to do a Dread episode. I love that Hell movie yeah, so dude. fucking much. So good! It's gonna be it's the, the Robocop sequel I never got. Exactly. It's gonna it's fuck yeah! I never thought about it that way, but it's gonna be in uh, the Draft House coming up soon. So I'm gonna go check oh, it you out in the go, theater dude. in 3D. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, it's gonna be fun. Because I mean, I clearly they saw the '89 Punisher too, because we do that mansion doorway thing with Dread. Yes, yes where like they dude. have the big mounted machine gun and they just wipe out a whole floor, and then from the smoke you just see Dread walk up and throw a dude off the balcony and then disappear <laughs> back into the yeah, like man. I love that shit, man. They, they both have a very ghost-like fucking vibe about them. They just feel that's how you do those characters. Exactly. Supernatural. Yeah, Most like, people yeah, don't know how to fight these guys. Like, I, yeah. I, he might not even be real. <laughs> it's all yeah. about the fear factor, man. And it is kind of funny that, um, you know, at some point, uh, uh, I was almost said dread. At some point, Punisher does get captured by the Yakuza, and there's that torture scene where he's, he's in the stretchy thing. Um, yeah. Very William it's a Wallace. Sexy for a minute. Yeah. It is very sultry. I mean, uh, the I, way we're I, shooting this and lighting this, like we're really taking advantage of Dolph's physique on that. Yeah. Like, what if we strap him to an S and M bed? You're like, okay. Um, yeah, I wasn't ready for that, but Tanaka's kind of running her little like running a finger a down him ring. Yeah, she has like yeah, one she's of those... got like the Ozzy Osbourne ring. Yeah, yep. I love it, dude. And I was like waiting for the, sa- the lethal weapon saxophone to start playing. It's like, uh, what was it, Gene Simmons in Never Too Young to Die has one yes. of those? He's got <laughs> yes. the, the one. Oh, that's how he gets you. Yeah, the jugular. Yeah. Did you ever see that one, Daniel? Yep. Um, <laughs> I feel like I did. Uh, inside joke, listeners, the three of us were on that episode of The Grand Bin. It was when we first all got together and recorded a show. That was uh, a I drank a whole experience. bottle of rum that show. Never yeah, you got, you got a few sheets, man. That was <laughs> You were the ghost who walks that time. Problem is, like, yeah. as drunk as you were, you got a fact right that, like, the three of us argued with you that, like, no way, no way. It was uh, that the guy had something to do with BJ and the bear. And Bobby, Mike, and I were like, nope, nope, nope. You I drunk buffoon. I looked it up later and it was like, he was right. Son of a bitch was right, but we'll never tell him. Remember <laughs> when we remember. said we'll never tell him, Matt? Oops. <laughs> you fucked up. God damn it, Matt. What's the statute of limitations? I was so drunk, I would not. I I swear to you, hearing that episode, you couldn't was make like it up. Right, an out of body best. experience. It was like hearing yourself. It was like it, I couldn't connect with the person that was talking throughout that entire episode because I I was not there. That was just a very drunk, well, sure. blacked out Daniel. I mean, it you happens, know, man, he's gonna do what he does, and you know what? It, and then you end up forgetting that you talked about doing the last dragon. <laughs> See what happens? Yeah, you end up fucking up on the last race. (laughs) Yeah, what are you going to do? Still the Punisher. (laughs) Yeah, you know, back to the Lundgren or or favorite Punisher. Or whoever. Yeah, he's incredibly sexy looking on their thing. And and he mentions the whole, like, who are you? And he's like, uh, like, I'm Batman or whatever. Like, I was shocked to hear him mention Batman. 
I was like, you, there's so many Same Marvel year. characters he could have used. Yeah, 89 That's was crazy. Batman. Yeah, I didn't think about that. You're right. It's funny. There's an alternate universe where Punisher took off and Batman didn't. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I, you I, know, I it's, it, would, what's like funny that. is, um, what was it? With with this movie, they, I, I would almost feel like it was later than 89 because it does feel like it's trying to do some of the Burton Batman. You're right. Um, it doesn't in terms of like right that much. Well, I because like Burton's Batman is always, you know, other than the first Superman, like is like, okay, this is when they took comic book movies seriously. Burton's Batman was the whole like yeah. now and here in the same year is a movie where it's like it's a comic book movie. And they took it seriously, like even just, more seriously than Burton's Batman. Right? Yeah, Burton's I mean, Batman they, had a whimsy to it. It was right. it clearly existed in a comic book world. Right? Exactly. Yeah. This is this, this exists this... in a canon pictures world. Yes, I know yeah. it was New World Media, but it's that feel, you know? It's, yeah, it is. I, I actually surprised it wasn't canon. <laughs> it feels <laughs> like it. Like this could have been Robert Ginty playing the Punisher. Oh man! <laughs> Immediately, made no, me I love I love I too saw much. the whole movie like, with him in it. Like. I can't. I can't want that. No, I mean I can't picture Christopher Lambert. That's insane. Yeah, that that one yeah. blew my mind because it was like, let's all let's all come up with an alternative Punisher for this specific movie. Like, w- would y'all have any idea what you would who you would have wanted to see at the time in this? Um, Other if we couldn't get Dolph Lundgren, if you couldn't get Dolph Lundgren and and you were in charge of casting, oh, that's so tough because he's so who? perfect. Yes, um, I, I was thinking the same okay. thing. I was like, "Who the I, fuck would I bring in to play him?" Okay, I have you. They would have to lean into something more with his appearance, but like, you could do a Robert Zadar. Like, oh wow, the physically Ooh. imposing presence. But that would Weird. almost be like that's Frank almost... Castle way. <laughs> like you would. I was almost gonna say that's to... almost full comic book. Well, because craziness. I was gonna make this joke because in the comics. Um, Frank Castle was a Vietnam vet. He was never, he, I don't think unless they added this at some point, he was never a cop. So that is no. something tweaked to the origin for this movie that he was a cop. Oh. Yeah, but like pretty staunchly right? anti-cop, frankly. Right. Yeah. Right. Guys with the stickers. So like, in, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So in my, he thought, doesn't like, like cops. I'm like, dude, this is like, he's, this is the maniac cop. Like, like I yeah. know there was a maniac cop movie, yes, but like, that's what this movie cop. is. So I, Again, it, you would have to work around something like because I'm because the only problem when you ever put Robert Zadar in something is you either have you have to lean into like you know his physical like like the way his face looks like every movie yeah. almost makes a point of it and he's like and a I, caricature just brought to life right yeah, which, yeah. you know um, but man I could see him doing the the imposing like stalking the mobsters one by one. Oh sure. Yeah. Oh, I got I would, an answer. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I, Damon, I have, you one have one too. Um, I I would. I'm kind of torn. Um, but I think I would go Bruce Willis. A uh, uh, That'd be an interesting Bruce take. Willis. I yeah. wanted to kind of see him hair. Yeah, Bruce Willis has a little bit of hair slicked back, you know, and uh, he's got the jawline. He's got the the the, the voice. I feel like it, he maybe not as imposing, but definitely can be brutal and is good in action films. So I don't know. Would have been interesting. That's a good answer. I like that. I, here's one for you guys. Jesse Ventura. I was thinking that was oh. what I was split on. I was thinking Jesse Ventura as well. I'm it's not saying it's better. I'm saying it'd yeah, be a hell of a It would have been interesting. 
with the mustache. <laughs> that's the well. I mean, he's Man. gone without it before, but <laughs> he like, has gone without such it. A... It's that it's that divot in the chin that's going to be hard for me oh, to get yeah, past. That fucking that. But I'm just picturing the way he talks. Yeah. You know, you know, just kind of. I punish. killed forty five people before I even <laughs> came up for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I live in the sewer. Oh man, I can't even imagine uh, Jesse Ventura just being best friends with Lou. That scene alone would have been fun, just to see him hanging out by a barbecue. Lou's you just have... slapping him. Yeah, you, you would just have to recast it as the guy who played Mac in, in Predator. Like, I know yeah. that's what I keep thinking of because that's the thing. It's like it's around that same time. Yeah, I keep thinking of that one of him with that big, that fucking crazy Aussie hat and shit. This was yeah. an Australian film, right, or something like that. Yeah, that? They, they yeah. shot this in like four different countries. Like yeah. they really kind of pieced this together wherever they Oof. could. But primarily, I think it was shot in Australia. Like, yeah, a lot of the which, extras, a lot of the uh, there's you can catch some accents too. It's yeah. some of the, the there, supporting that's... characters. Every once in a while, it yeah. gets a little, gets a little upside down. They start talking. So, um, one scene I wanted to touch on really quick was I do like. One of the few times I do like Leary, I, I start understanding why Leary's in this film. It's because you got Berksy, who's like, or Lou, who's a little, he's dated. He's been doing this a long time. He struggled with alcoholism. And we find out that Frank kind of brought him back into the light. And, um, well, not into the light. He didn't become a Christian. But he got him sober <laughs> and told him, like, hey, you're a big inspiration to me. I want you to teach me about the force and blah, blah, blah. And he gets him out of it. But he's old school, you know. He there's there's a, a part where they're in the precinct and Leary's like using this goddamn new technology, oh, this goddamn computer. Gonna play Miss Pac-Man on it. Yeah, yeah. what are you gonna do on there? Play, play a little space invaders. And he just seems completely shocked with everything she's able to get from it. Yeah, she's kind of typing away and she's doing like a GPS type, like looking at where everything is at. Uh, map wise and where it could be and getting the location and he's like well this is what I've been using for all the crimes and it looks like fucking it reminded me of Charlie from Always Sunny yep. that, that meme all he needed was oh, the string the, if he just had yeah. the string he's got the red thumbtacks <laughs> in the map this is everywhere I couldn't solve a case <laughs> yeah see like, do you know how crazy you look now that there's like a hundred and fucking fifty pins on that thing and you have not caught this guy and she just went over to the computer and went how many people do we have in the database who are over six four yeah. yeah what what Easy. i would have loved is the way he's like criticizing her like using the computer is if we had seen an extended scene where she's like unboxing it and hooking it up and the whole time he's standing <laughs> next to her just like what what are you gonna do with that what's that what are you gonna watch tv just it just keeps like whole time she's like oh god why did I want to be this guy's partner? He's a fucking disc. What a stupid name. The guy missed when I was pretending to be a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got on this thing? Fraction monsters? <laughs> oh, man. He um, could have done a great callback when she does the line. She, he's like, I've looked everywhere. She's like, you didn't look under it. He could have been like, like when you were a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> got your ass. <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, you know what I really liked? A scene I want to touch on, too, is the... Uh, child abduction montage holy cow that's amazing oh yeah what a sequence I, that in is. my in my notes i think i just had kids get taken like i, I was just sure. like because it ha- it's happening so fast and there's so like, many and, and so basically all, all these children are being abducted and uh the one that really stood out to me though is the woman reading uh cinderella to some kids and she's got a big stuffed oh, hand on her oh, lap it's, it's a talky funniest... one kind of like uh the rugs like a teddy ruxpin teddy ruxpin yeah. it's the funniest thing i've seen in the 
she gets just fucking <laughs> blown away through. Yeah, like, I they was, squib the the talking oh. panda, so she just goes. <laughs> plah, plah. <laughs> like, oh. and I, Did you get the I reaction was, shot of the kids? It's nearly comical, yeah. is yeah, it not? No, that's what I'm saying. It cracked me up. You can't believe they went that hard on it. Yes, and that's again very much reminds me of Warzone because that almost is a comedy movie because the deaths are so fucking yes. bon- kind of like some of the Jason films later on. Yeah. Especially like Jason six, like some of the kills are so fucking crazy. You laugh. Like yeah. it, it literally produces laughter because you're like, Holy shit. Like what the fuck? And, and again, talking Panda, especially the like inclusion of the reaction shot of the kids. It's one thing to see. Yeah. Oh kids. yes. And have the kids. The, but like the bear falls, she flops over. They're and like, these ah! two kids are just like, horrified and it's while they're mid scream like people just pick them up and take them out of the room yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, guys that are like so, the guy like... who carries oscar the grouch's trash can just walks <laughs> in and picks them up and takes them and i guess it's worth pointing out here that um our main uh franco has a son who in my memory of this movie was the kid from over the top it's not the kid from over the top no, he's got over the, i can no, understand he's got that. the but, energy like, but the yes, because I was always remember like the prep school jacket, prep like school and 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 kind of the you know in Dolph Lundgren in this is kind of like has more Stone. Elijah Wood going on. Yeah, yeah. Bit. Oh, is this but, North? He rem- <laughs> you know, he reminded me a lot of the kid from Freaks and Geeks, the one that's like a director now, uh, the main character. Oh um, yeah, John Francis kid. Daly when he had like the curlier hair, and, and he's got but, the big bo- goggly, like kind of like yeah, those eyes, you know, like fucking whoa. But There's like, a lot going on in the eyes. <laughs> but like, so one thing that they've kind of shown with the Franco character is, um, I guess we've never really seen that he's a super intensive like villain, but we're told no, he is. But he's supposed no. to be a pretty good dad, right? Like, so he loves his son. He so does the, love his son. Very the, um, Sopranos esque, you know. Uh, and you they know, kind of play around, son. yeah, that the son doesn't know that he's a bad guy. Um, or yeah, doesn't he's know... hit that he's his dad's yeah. a, literally a criminal. That's why they're rich, and he gets to go to a nice private school and gets picked up picked up by a fucking you know yeah, down limo. <laughs> yeah, a fucking yeah. limo yeah yeah Downton Abbey is that what you're gonna say with the Downton Abbey people coming? No, I was thinking of like whatever that giant car is that a lot of times it was thinking townhouse, but it's not called a townhouse. Oh, it's just a town car. Town car. There you yeah. go. Townhouse. <laughs> he gets picked up at a literally I'll take by a, a townhouse, Cadillac like... townhouse. <laughs> And that is a level of excess. Yeah, back in the eighties, when you just have the 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 truck. Yeah. I'll send a townhouse. To pick you up. <laughs> oh, you, you have the truck with the house that's oh, like good. a wide load in the back. Just I love hops it. Hops in. It's like, but um, <laughs> so yeah. The, you, Isn't that you, how Mind Trap started? That's exactly. I realized I was just that's I was right. just doing the plot of Mind Trap while I was like, oh, oh man, pardon me. Yeah, so Dan Haggerty should have been the Punisher. Oh God! Oh well, my! Mean, he's got the voice. He's got the voice. Yeah. <laughs> he's not going to change his hair, though. No. Oh no. no! We we would have just salt and pepper long oh, hair. Oh God! Those bearded butter Those Oof. zoom ups in the the sewer when he's naked. Though. Oh no! Oh God! Dead Haggerty just sitting down like, meditating. When we get naked. to that, when we get to that last one, and uh, yeah. you know. I, don't, I mean, I guess I, I'll just say it now. I mean, no, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not the end of the episode, but this movie, what they chose for the last image you see, is 
The last thing you see in this movie is a camera zooms right up to the bare ass of Dolph Lundgren. Yep. <laughs> like we ended the Punisher movie just by like getting in on his ass crack and then yeah. going to credits. <laughs> With the exception of like the the credit sequence and like the first killing, this movie's basically bookended with that shot because they yeah. do it earlier and then they repeat it or another. And you're just like, what a bookend! <laughs> we're like zooming and we're doing like a Sam Raimi zoom into yeah, the sewer. It's the Evil we Dead stop. Zoom. We stop on just a naked man's ass <laughs> and then just like bam, punish. He's just meditating in the sewer, just which is there. his lair. It's yes. we don't know anything of it's it there's no it doesn't seem to be any ceremony to it it's like this was just a decision it's hot no one's around he's just going to be naked while he does this yes yeah. it is it's a decision you're right it's a decision. that was a decision a especially was a choice especially if we if, if it's not supposed <laughs> to be um repeated footage if this is supposed to be him doing this again that it's a choice that like after yeah. all of these missions he goes on after all yeah. these killings he has to go meditate about it and just strip Nuke. butt naked, sweat, and he's always kind of ashy or dirty. Like he always kind of looks like he's just work came out of a coal mine for some reason. No, he's <laughs> in the sewers. Yeah, I yeah. guess it's the sewers. The they're they're dusty, and he's just naked. Yeah, and you know the, they don't overly sexualize Dolph too much, other no. than that crack. There's shit. actually in the movie in general <laughs> the the his butt crack stuff, but yeah, unless like, you're he, really into crack work. Yeah, if you're really into crack work, this well, is your thing. I mean, He's got a nice ass. I can't remember a craft work song. Shit. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. That that ending of, of just deciding, yeah, let's just end on his butthole. Let's um <laughs> the way I give the people are. what they've been waiting for. I mean it's <laughs> the money dude, shot. It's it's fading to black. That's that's what it's doing. <laughs> it's a void, it's a tunnel yes. that you can't get out of. Yeah, but yes. um, and we do get but, that voice of reason from Shakes because all those kids get kidnapped, and that's right. when he's like selling him. That's like, when he gets Yo, the you, you did this yeah. because of this bullshit you're doing. Mm-hmm. Now all these children are abducted. Yeah, because Punisher's talking vacation now, which what? Punisher yeah. on vacation. He finally, he's looking down hilarious. his list, and it says like, "Kill yourself." Vacation, like, I'm going vacation, and I'm gonna die. <laughs> right, because from his permanent vacation. Yeah, from his perspective, they're just gonna he's take done. each other they're, out. Now. Yes. Yeah. It's the war now. Like he's done all he can. I have to say, with this whole plot about like the Yakuza kidnapping the children, it's it's set up and they do collect ransom, but like the intent is never to actually like I it that's not their goal. Their goal is to just intimidate, take over. The fact that yes. they're getting cash out of it is, you know, fine. It's um, yeah, it's bonus. Yeah. My one of my favorite things about this movie, though, is when we see the kids and they are literally in like a holding cell, like a pen, like yeah. it, it's uh, nothing in it. It's like concrete floor, chain link and all this stuff. And um, when uh, Tanaka comes in and she tries to like be like reassuring to this this girl, and it's like nothing bad's going to happen. He's like, dude, if you wanted to convince them that nothing bad's going to happen to them don't put them in like a prison cell. Like yeah, you could have put them in a room with a door and a guy <laughs> sitting in the cage. door, like a couch, yeah. just give them a couch. Like you, everything Something. about their surroundings tells them, even as children, this is not good. <laughs> like, yeah, no, they're definitely in a, t- it's very, it's saw esque. This yeah, is like yeah. the room you wake up in after they've like, kidnapped me with the whiskey. And when but she look- hands the little girl candy, I'm like, dude, if you put me in this and try and hand me candy, nope. No, yeah, I'm assuming way. that's going to kill me. Yes. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. you are. Try again. 
Yes. But uh, I do respect our, our featured abducted child because the second uh, Tanaka comes in with her <laughs> buttnick. <laughs> but I, we look like. <laughs> but I do love the uh, we come in and like he goes right after one of the henchmen. Yes. Yes, he does. Like, and I love balls. that this little kid was just like, nah, dude, I'm I'm fucking shit up. Let's go. Is that wait, is that the one who called Tommy bullshit when he goes, You're bullshit? <laughs> Which yeah. I was like one of the best lines. I'm like, yeah. damn. But like he rushes like the lead henchman who's this like square jaw. He looks like a pro wrestler. Like he's this yeah. big dude. Like not a single word, just terrifying. Nothing. Looking. He's just yeah. that that guy who just stands there. Like the yeah. Simpsons, the guy in the white yeah. suit who's not moving. <laughs> he's like, Oh, he's gonna do something awesome. But uh he uh but yeah, this little kid like rushes that dude. He gets backhanded across the room. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> like they throw a scarecrow in the corner. Like, ah, boom. It's very much a, you can tell, you know, this was 89. I would imagine wrestling was at, at a very high point in its uh, existence. And oh, he does the, the whole, warrior. and he does the whole fucking chair against the back yeah. thing. And That's then he runs across the room. He gets up with a wooden chair and just goes, ah, and that chair explodes. It. Like, I'm like, holy shit. Either that kid's really strong or that chair is made of some, like, bamboo, <laughs> balsa wood. I don't know what the fuck, but it just tore into pieces. It was amazing. <laughs> I loved it. But, yeah, that, then he just gets decked the shit out of himself. And then they kind of put him over his shoulder and they take him, like, you, now you're going to go to, like, what, a worse cell? Well, right. <laughs> that was the thing. Like, where are you going to take him? Was it just coincidentally, like... Because it seemed like he was their bar- their main bargaining chip anyway. He yeah, is the, yeah, he was the most valuable. I, it sounds he's horrible, the son of he's the, the most, most powerful uh, mobster of the people whose children. Yeah, so it makes sense we should that say, he's yeah, priority. The Yakuza is really intending to human traffic them because, of course, yes. this is an 80s yeah, movie. Yeah, they're going to take the money, kill all the mob. And, yeah. And These kids are all going to Epstein Sell the children. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is exactly where they're headed. So. Well, at least it's on a nice jet. Uh, <laughs> you get a nice ride out of it. I like, I like the, I like this kid seeing the sunny side of things. Like, hey, I've never been on an airplane. This is fun. Yeah, they're like Sunny D. Yeah. <laughs> what's in what? What's in the mini fridge? Oh, just purple stuff. Oh, <laughs> shit. Did you check behind it? <gasps> Holy fuck! <laughs> it's Budweiser. These guys are great. <laughs> they're sake in here. Oh my! <laughs> Saki in here. Oh, I love man. that. And we get then the probably I think if if anyone has seen this movie just once, like the most memorable scene probably is the next scene, which is the coming down through the roof and just blows. Oh, just, the, the destroys like the illegal gambling hall, like this the casino. weirdest club in the damn world. Like it ruled. Yeah, that club is awesome. I don't want to go there. Clue what in the world it was. It was in the back playing a slot machine. It was like stripper performance art that was like three women like climbing on each other, but they weren't naked. I'm like, oh yeah, they were looking. They were kind of sixty nineing standing, but it was right. um, The Doomstone pile driver. Yeah, (laughs) there you go. But I'm like. Okay, so who's watching this? Because that looks more like weird interpretive modern art. It is more art. performance art, which that I have a, been uh... to art gallery, like to art shows, and there there's people doing shit like that. You're like, oh, cool. <laughs> I mean, it's such a, a a tent pole of like '80s excess. It is. There's yeah. all the like, the criminal guys doing a bunch of coke and talking about shit, and no one's looking at the stripper. They're right. just yeah. there to show that we can afford it. Yes, yeah. exactly. I always call that like vampire club stuff because I feel like if vampires were totally. real, their clubs would just have shit like that going on on the corner. And no one, they're so cares. desensitized to it yeah, that they don't like, look at yeah. it anymore. What yes. was, that? was it 
The Hunger? Is that the one with Susan Sarandon and yeah. Tony Scott directed? Yeah, I've never seen movie? that movie. Like, I, I, for some reason, remember that a lot of that takes place in a club. Oh, okay. Or at least there's scenes with that, and it feels very... Very much like that. Very much like that. But I do like the fact, like, you know, he, that's his little first... Um, not his little, but it's like his first line of, of punishing them. You know, no pun intended. Uh, but that's, he's like, I'm going to just fuck up all your property until you... As long as you, long as you have those kids, yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna keep costing you money. Because at first, when when until he says that, like I, I it was like because we saw him like shakes telling him about like the kids, the kids. Mm-hmm. But then he seems to reject that, and then we never see him. Like, yeah, there's reconsider. no real thing where like he sees like you know a kid at like a. I don't know. Like right. maybe he's walking by a, a a foster home, or even just a flashback <laughs> to his own. <laughs> like he goes by an orphanage. Yeah, he's it's like, like in oh. that Home Alone two where where Kevin sees a kid. Let's like at a little adoption place, and he like the kid like puts his hand on the window. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna beat these guys up again. Yeah, I better go help them. I'm gonna go whip <laughs> Daniel Stern's ass. Yeah. <laughs> go fuck up Joe Pesci. <laughs> For the second time in a row. Oh, man. But He'll like, light his head on fire. So that was the craziest thing, because I was like, man, is this just like a weird little like side mission he decided to go on? And then when he finally says, like, think about the kids, because it seems like yeah, so the, like, yeah, out of nowhere. Kids are still missing. You're like, it's going to cost yeah. you. Go tell your go tell your master that. Yeah, and it really does come down to the fact he lost two kids. And, yep. I, and, yeah. uh, and Lou mentions it when you know leary tells him like yeah they're thinking this may be the punisher's work and he's taking the kids and he's like no that that's not what he would do. that's not his mo he literally does this because he lost well if it's frank that they think it you know the person they yeah. think it is yeah he does it because he lost two kids why the fuck would he he would never kids? do that like no, that would right. be too way much beyond his mo yeah. yeah way beyond his mo so and then this I, I don't know. I don't know how many superhero movies y'all watch. I haven't seen all of them. Uh, quite a few. <laughs> well, one a that few. I did see that I kind of enjoyed. I at least I've only seen it once, so maybe it wouldn't hold up the second watch. But that Birds of Prey movie, there's yeah, no oh, that was great. Yeah. I loved that. Right, yeah. I had a good time with it. And there's this huge fight scene in a kind of amusement park. Yeah. Setting. The whole finale is at like the abandoned yes. amusement park. Yep. And this scene where you they go to Coney Island, which I loved. Like oh, I just yeah. love the vibe of that place. I don't know what it is. I need to visit at some point. I need to visit you. <laughs> I really oh, do need to go there. We're all gonna ambush Yobo. <laughs> yeah, ambush Yobo. We'll open all the doors for us. You know what? No, I'll open the doors for him. He does it for a living. Look Why at that. Not? That's nice. He wouldn't know what to do with it. I'm gonna put little gloves on the whole time. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> the doorman got a doorman. You're gonna get the white Punisher gloves. Yes. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna the go ones all that the way go up. up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dishwashing gloves <laughs> yes and so but yeah i'm a sucker for any kind of like uh set piece at like a carnival yes, yes. you know was it uh death wish four i think ha- oh starts on at a carnival yes it does the bumper cars yeah he electrocutes a guy on the roof of the bumper yep, car thing. Awesome. yes i love it like, give me that shit every time man i am so bad i i beamed when i first saw that they yeah. went to a carnival because it's two things i really i Grew up going to this place called um, Fun Town or something. I forget, I'm, it, it, I was so little, but I used to go there. And it was this very, very theatrical looking little kid amusement park. Yeah. And um, 
I so I I have a lot of nostalgia with it. Then you connect it to like me loving these like fucking cheesy ass like eighties action mm-hmm. movies that are so schlocky. You put those two motherfuckers together, right. and damn, you oh, completed yeah. it. And me. you get to see Yakuza go down the slide. Like I, oh, that <laughs> was going down the slide. That box has not been checked for me, guys. Nope, that it has box now. has not been. No, yes. It's like, da, 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 like fucking sliding down a slide. That I just I like, want to see them back in position for, for that. Like, okay, all right, <laughs> climb up the stairs. Finally, <laughs> yeah, the stuntman work in this movie is pretty, pretty awesome. fucking epic. Incredible. Yeah. I could not. I'm. I don't know if y'all could, but I could not slide on my feet with my knees down. Nope. Oh shit! Shooting. No. Oh man, I would just eat shit. My the one that got was... me was um like one of the one of the carnival ninjas uh lassos a chain around <laughs> Frank's bike. This. I love yeah. this movie. The fact yeah, that yeah. he's a carnival ninja. <laughs> I, to and... differentiate from the sea ninjas we had earlier. And yeah. you said it in such a like... serious demeanor. <laughs> the uh, the, the, the carnival ninjas. I am <laughs> writing this down. This is going to um join ghost town ninjas. Um, oh yeah. Scuba Ninja. Scuba Ninja. This could be a video game, man. I swear this, to God. They this would be a did. great video game. Oh, the I Punisher know. video game rules, man. And oh, yeah, that little beat kind up. of followed this. But that's funny. It was one of my thoughts about this is like, is it like the way they make that like what slaps and beans game? Could like someone yeah. now just like adapt this movie into a video game? Because the, the Dolph Lundgren like, Punisher. Every almost Ooh, every Dolph scene, doing the voice. Yeah, I mean, amazing. They could pull it off. Honestly, imagine the they uh, style opening scene where you're coming out with that Robocop game. Like, yeah, I saw that. Why not? Bad, bad history of Robocop video games, but because we'll see. The, yeah, we'll see. The, the NES one was always fun to me. That's the good that was one because I was yeah. a kid and, and the arcade yeah. game was good. Um, and we all we all get up to the scene with the mayor where he's holding the hostage, and then we get past that and we don't go any further. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're done. But um, imagine they did like a, a Hitman style presentation for a Punisher video game. <sighs> However, I don't know if it's DLC or what, but they put all the different actors who played the Punisher. Yeah, it'd be pretty awesome. Dude, just just like they did with like the Friday the 13th game. Exactly. Like, hey, get it I need my grind bin pillow put over my crotch right well, now. Well, and think about it. Like the, the scene within the in the club where you're like shooting all the machines, that's totally your bonus level, right? Like how many of yeah. the oh, machines yeah. do you... If you can you wipe know? out every casino machine. Yep. Yeah, that's your Street amount. Fighter beat street up the car. Punch the car, you know. Yeah, like, that's your Street yeah, Fighter dude. punch the car moment, dude. Because this movie, like it's funny, Um, while I hadn't seen it in a long time, um. It turns out my memory was remarkably good because I I kept thinking like oh I love this scene this scene this scene this scene and then it turns out that like that's the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it, it wasn't highlights that I was remembering I was just a series of dope scenes. just playing the movie through your head yeah fuck but, yeah, like dude. I was saying about the uh, the carnival ninja who, yeah and that uh, fucking oh, yeah, chain to the bike that you mentioned and the way that, that stunt man goes flying off the bike <laughs> he like Superman flies yep. Fuck. So he good. flies like um when they stop ludicrous speed in Spaceballs and Dark Helmet <laughs> flies into the <laughs> flies into the dashboard of the ship. He just made me think of that scene like right away. Yeah. The yeah. Fucking he goes, ah, boom. I'm like, oh, Frank's dead. That's yeah. it. His head is in his stomach right now. And then no, he just pops back up and starts shooting. Yes, dude. It's fucking amazing. And I, I can't remember. And that's when they capture Punisher. They 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 eventually yeah, and that leads to that torture. Wait, because the kids the are scene. here, right? That wasn't just a trap. The kids that's are somewhere sure. here. I, they're yeah, not because he doesn't building. know where to go later to go get him. 
Or wait, mm-hmm. is that later when he, he goes takes to like, I think that's later. No, oh, yeah, okay. th- that was a trick. He got the info about the kids for when, when he puts the uh, other dude on the on the torture rack, right? That's right. That's, that's he gets right. Okay, after because he gets and they mysteriously was... put a pair of women's shoes on the guy. Yeah, whoa, is amazing. what was that? Was that just yeah. a or demasculating thing to do to him? I think but, so. Yeah. It was the There's 80s. one version. on him. <laughs> yeah. I Maybe there was a joke in there where he's like, you need to tap those motherfuckers to get home, but that's going to work, bitch. Yeah, I don't that know. classic Punisher line. Yeah, <laughs> you tap it ain't gonna work, bitch. You ain't in Kansas anymore, motherfucker. Oh man. <laughs> By the way, my most like, okay, this movie as it kept going, it kept checking off boxes of why it's just ac- absolutely epic in my book. And one of the scenes was when Tanaka goes into the restaurant. I love restaurant mob type scenes. Yes. It just oh, doesn't. Yeah. It's me. right under Carnival. <laughs> Yes, it's right under Carnival, not quite. You were working your way through the checklist. Yes, I was slowly just fucking getting harder as the movie went on. My action boner was amazing. And Tanaka comes through, and then (laughs) literally everyone in the restaurant, including a 75-year-old grandma, (laughs) pulled out a gun. Shooting the Arthur pulled a gun. (laughs) It was stop or my mom will shoot. Like in a fucking automatic weapon. Oh, I lost my mind. I was like, the whole restaurant's packing. That rules. (laughs) They like kill people. They kill because we have a a bunch of a bunch of these mobster guys are having dinner in this restaurant, and then like our baddie shows up and like threatens them, and they go to pull their guns, but then literally every patron in this restaurant stands up and pulls a gun, regardless of age. Regardless of background, yeah, none of them are Asian, uh, like nope. descent. They're not Yakuza. They're, they're just paid Asian. by the Yakuza. And, and yeah. I'm assuming that, like that. I mean, it, once you get past how funny that looks, is it's supposed to be like, see, we are taken over. Like, yeah, we, we have infiltrated you thought, everything. You thought the city's ours. Like, yeah, because this was a. Re- that's one thing you notice about like any type of mob movie. They go to these very specific restaurants yeah. where they're protected and everyone's yeah, paid off. It's supposed off. to be like home, home turf, basically. Yes. Like, Everyone's on the payroll, and and you're protected. And they're like, "No, we've infiltrated that. We've even gotten your grandmother to kill you, bitch." <laughs> no more cannolis for you. Gunning for you. <laughs> and these fellas had all just had wine together. They, you know, they yes. poured a bottle of wine. One guy didn't because he's on medication, which I thought was pretty cool. He's like, "No, oh, I love okay. that. I love that." He's and, the uh, asshole guy. Yeah. And one of the mobsters says to uh, Tanaka, "He's just like, if you're gonna kill us, kill us." And she goes, "I already have." Yeah, it was yeah. it, and you realize they've activated? all been poisoned. Yes, Wait, I honestly thought that it was sound activated because she makes a little sound with the thing. I'm like, oh my I god, think that's just a coincidence in the poison? timing for like style effect. But okay, I, 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 I thought that would be so fucking cool. I, know, I always thought it, she did something. <laughs> it's like the brown like note. That. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They all shit themselves. They're like, oh, they all they all sit down real quick. <laughs> like, like, oh we're no, st- we're still gonna shoot you dead, but we want you to shit your pants. Yeah. Oh, no, they all go running for the men's room, and then the men's room explodes. <laughs> you just get that quick flash cut. They're like they all cram in there like a cloud car, and then boom, just everything flies. Out. Oh my god, just shit and blood and bones is fucking coming at everybody. I would love like that. a Mortal Kombat fatality. <laughs> Speaking of Lambert, yeah, what the combat? And um, uh, and then from <laughs> I th- was it from there? Oh yeah, Frank steals a bus. That's the next scene. Yeah, yeah, Frank steals the okay. bus. The if this was a modern there, Marvel movie, the drunk, drunk on the bus, the one passenger would have been Stan Lee. Oh, he oh, almost absolutely. looked like him. I was like, oh, no, no, it's not. 
You're right. Um, oh, I love the fact that yeah, you were looking for a cameo. Be a, well, Jerry, I'm just so trained to do that. Like, yeah. you know, and he would have looked a little fresher faced in 1989. Yeah. I wouldn't like. I would have yeah. loved to see a man 89 Stan Lee. Oh man, 89 Stan's still out there slaying it. I Ooh, mean, he gets ex- like executive producer credit on this. He anyway. is. Yeah, he was yeah. semi not like in this. he wasn't like. But of course, least... this was like 80 89 Stan is just like he's putting his name on anything. That, yeah, that and he's like. Is it going to make money? Maybe not. So yeah, you know, it, he's not. It doesn't have much writing on it. You know no, what I mean? Yeah, no, no yeah. this is definitely not the like. He's not the character yet. Yeah, like, he's not. He, he is, hasn't become a brand. Right. You know, his own because we're not quite into like the mid nineties when Marvel is like hanging by a thread, but it's a. Right. Uh, and the, and they they are using him as a mascot, like at yeah, that yeah. And... Oh, just before the bus scene, though, that is where we do get the. She does. She has this bit. The earrings. She, her earrings yeah. are like Chinese stars, and um, I'm not sure if that's the correct term for those things. Shurikens. Uh, Shurikens, which are Japanese. You. Yeah, Shurikens. <laughs> I know, not Chinese stars. Samsonite. Okay, I was look, way look. off. They're Swedish stars. <laughs> Or dust Swedish stars. I don't stars. know. <laughs> Swedish stars. Good morning, good morning. Uh, <laughs> the shape of sausages <laughs> for some reason kill you. Just like I don't know why I feel like Swedish. Oh, meatballs. They like meatballs. Yeah, it's a whole meatball yeah. thing. Never mind. Oh, the IKEA meatballs come Oh flying. man, can you imagine being stabbed by a meatball? Dude, it's a meatball, and then <laughs> like fucking little blades come out and just fucking oh, throw dude. it in your ass. Oh, I mean, I, I, I so I never thought about this until this very moment, but I desperately want to go eat at IKEA with Dolph Lundgren. Oh yeah, I want to <laughs> just put get the lingonberries together. and the meatballs, and then go pick out some furniture and build yeah, I was something say, with them. I will build a fucking TV entertainment system with Dolph Lundgren, dude. I would love. I'll to probably do, do it that. in half the time if he's there. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah. and not parts. just because of his size, but like he's got it figured out. Like yeah, he's so he smart, knows. he can read. He doesn't the even have to even look at the thing. He can read the Dutch instructions. Read it. <laughs> But he probably knows Dutch too, Frank. What is his? Like, he's a doctor, right? Like, what is his like yeah. advanced degree? I can't like remember. It's uh, ass kicking. Well, of course it is. He's got a I PhD mean, and fucking people up. What do you I, call someone that's just like? A, there's like a term for that where you're just like someone that like, just knows so much and you're he's just, like a million threat. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 OP, dude. Damn it! What a Mary Sue this guy is. Yeah, he's he everything. really is. He's he's too powerful in real life. It's very annoying. I don't like but yes. It. <laughs> but I so I like it where she does she does the shurikens and she somehow is so accurate she's able to get his wrist and oh, get him plied perfect. to the wall and then he, he was the one that didn't drink so he's not dying and she says I see you refuse to drink please accept the chaser and she fucking yeah. sticks a gun in his mouth and fucking blows him away yeah. love it's her. so cold it's just she's so deadly yeah I love her she's yeah. amazing she kind of makes the movie for me to be well, honest again. It's it's another one of those things where it, it works like on it, the whole movie actually works and it doesn't it's really cliched in some ways but it also avoids so many of the same like yeah uh, d- you're right pitfalls like again they're not I, they do a little bit of like the um uh what is the what what is the the the, the Japanese like performance art. Kabuki. Oh, Kabuki. Kabuki, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, yeah, they Sergeant do Kabuki little... Man runs in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. He is the uh, the most famous. Uh... <laughs> He's in the red room. And I still think they just use that as a trick so they could have this easy stunt double for stuff. I always feel like well, sometimes they come yeah. up with makeup shit because it's like, oh, that's then we can just put it. Yeah, <laughs> that's why Kiss did it. Yeah, yeah. I some days like... you couldn't get Ace, so you needed <laughs> someone else to just put some makeup on this motherfucker's face and throw him out there. Fuck it. 
Totally. It's exactly. Yeah. I mean, they, they've used kiss cover bands before. Yeah. But you're right. I see where you're going with this, Matt. Yeah. They didn't lean on a lot of rant, like stereotypical bullshit or is a lot of the stuff that would really date the movie now. Yeah. um, Yeah. You, you know, you think about even like, what was it? The other doll, like it came later, but like showdown in little Tokyo has so much more of like the kind of uh, really now dated, like wrong, in every way kind of portrayals off color mm-hmm. portrayals. Yeah. I mean, it's... in this, like, honestly, I mean, for the kind of movie it is like, there's, I think one definite racial slur about them being Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. One but, of the mobsters says it, right. Right. And again, yeah. they put it in the mouth of a character where you're like, well, I don't like this guy anyway. So it yeah, almost doesn't, you watch the Sopranos. The they do the exact same thing. Right. Again, yeah. It, the, where it's just it like how every '80s movie needs a needs the uh, the uh, the gay slur at some. Well, point. and they got it in this. And they got movie. one in this one too. Yeah. So it's like you have to. It's a. But again, at least they're not putting it in like the the. They're not having like your likable lead say it, where you're like, God, okay, you know, yeah. when the villains say it, you're like, okay, well, I had that happen recently with a, a movie I was Mary and I were watching. Mary, my wife, for listeners that don't know, uh, we were watching. Uh, God, I can't remember the title of it now, but it was like a, it was like a noir movie that had fantasy characters in it. Oh, it was okay. a, it was like an HBO movie from '91. It was, it was uh, with Dennis Hopper. You know, uh, Dennis Hopper's in part two. Yeah, okay, yes. He's not the lead in part one, but he does take over in part two. It's the Lovecraft-inspired. Yes, um, and, like, our main character is playing a a dumb shoe named Harry Lovecraft. Mm. But uh, toward the end of the movie, he straight up just commits a hate crime against a trans person. You're like, wait a minute. Yeah. (laughs) This is our hero character, and it's supposed to be just fine that he's totally... Right. assaulted a trans person, called them a bunch of slurs. You are supposed to be, like... The, he, he's this guy to be, gets like, it yeah totally like more yeah. so. he's not yeah. putting up with that shit You're like, and this oh, is God. what year was his release 91 yeah, yeah it was definitely yes I, I i mean how about this like that guy didn't come back for the next one that's true <laughs> yeah. that's true but you're right oh, uh, you're right real, Matt, real this quick movie though not do to derail this point yeah, but ahead. uh uh dr lundgren it's all uh, chemistry and chemical engineering. Yes, I knew it was something like wow. that. He's like crazy smart, and he can sing. Kind of amazing. He has chem- chemistry, chemistry, and chemical engineering. But God, his chemistry on camera. <laughs> That's it was an honorary doctorate because clearly he knows all about yeah. chemistry. <laughs> Doesn't have he a lot of chemistry with of characters. <laughs> But that's why he's so good alone. Like, keep this motherfucker alone, just doing his own thing. He's growing. Perfect. When he's interacting with people, you're like, Jesus, please stop talking. I, <laughs> like, I think you're I mean, a little hard on him, well, actually. I think well, I think I am being hard on Tokyo him. has really kind of soured you a little bit because yeah. you had yeah, to, you had to put him next to Brandon Lee, so you don't get it hurt the, me a lot. You you don't get the reprieve. Did like, I cover that movie? We you, did it on, on the, the grind, grind bin. and I was on it. Yeah, because in Vaughn, and he fell asleep in that episode. And that Jesus always Christ, you're right. I'm sorry, like, man. Legit the amount fell of movies asleep we in it and woke talk- up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dude, Bobby, up. I don't know how the fuck you remember stuff from the movies that you talk about. Like, I do not know how you do that. But I've had I don't either. This is what, episode 99? 
and I don't remember half the fucking. You've forgotten like. entire episodes of the podcast, here, right? Like, yes, gone. They're just That's gone. Mike over on the grind bin. Like, I once referenced a uh, a movie that he had covered. I wasn't on the episode, and he didn't remember that they even did an episode about it. He's like, "Have I seen that movie?" I'm like, "We did an episode about it. <laughs> we talked about it for three. You hours. talked about it for three hours." He's like, "I don't remember any of that shit." See, I remember crazy Everything. details of all of these podcasts. I will forget important stuff every single day. But mm-hmm. Like I will, Same. yeah. You have remember... a weird Rain Man skill when it comes to the podcast stuff. It is the weirdest because you remind me of shit that I yeah. literally have said that I didn't remember. I'm like, oh, he's the keeper of the records. He's the historian. He is. He's I, I said if I if ever there's like an annotated version of these shows, like like where someone like yeah, and we do the whole, oral like, history. Yeah, like okay, the first time Mister Crown appears, the first time an egg is made. <laughs> like I, I <laughs> the first time a tega egg is made. Sorry, I had to figure. I really realized that i was about to do a whole like what's the reoccurring bit on a different show yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you did crown from the bed and you're like wait what's a good bit for the podcast you fucking eggs that's oh dear <laughs> okay first time <laughs> daniel talked about peeing outside oh yeah okay. the first time you mentioned yeah. dominoes yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. but like i could well, like, that's a whole era of the podcast you the dominoes yeah. era there's a timeline right there dude yeah. that is definitely a well little... that takes you to a part of your life you wanted to come back to I don't like it. I want to look back at that. <laughs> Thanks for that, Anderson. Hey, that is know, one thing. Is like for. the Domino's does remind me of a very like dark time in my life, and it's constantly thrown back at me constantly. But I, I still think it's very funny though, and it's and I, I play into the bit quite a bit because it's fun. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm just like, oh yeah, that was a dark time. I was eating a lot it's, of Domino's. Uh... <laughs> It's tough when you have this whole community of people who have a uh, relationship based on mutual ridicule. Yes, yes. Like we all play the dozens constantly. We insult each other, but like it's all we're all friends. But still, like it's it's tough because like you're you're gonna get it from everyone about everything. That's why I don't tell you guys shit about my personal life. So anyway, so (laughs) back to the movie. Back to the punishment. So. He's getting well, Matt, the so bus this, of kids. Uh, we're hilarious. kind of the bus of kids. No, no, we actually kind of are at the bus of kids because it's got one of the best parts, which is when Punisher is rescuing all the kids and Kathy goes missing. That's and right. everyone's like, where's Kathy? And he goes back for Backtracks? Her. But then Tommy <laughs> was also missing, right? Or did yes. Tommy follow him? Tommy, gets... Tommy followed him. He okay, did. T- Tommy then Tommy's gets... kind of a hero himself. Yeah. Kind of, it's like weird. Is this is Robin? Like, what are they setting Close, him up for? Because right. he does a lot of hero shit. Yeah, you know what I mean, character needs a, a kid sidekick? <laughs> Dude, that would be a micro chip. That's a really, oh. yeah, oh, kid wow. sidekick right there. That is a really but interesting like, team up. One of my favorite parts, though, is so he gets Kathy, gets back to the bus, but now he doesn't have Tommy. So he's basically lost yeah. one kid. He swapped it out. <laughs> and then as he's driving away, there's just like just ADR of Dolph Lundgren going, I'll come back for Tommy. Yeah. The kids are like, you totally just left him. Yeah. The kids kids are like, what about Tommy? He's like, I'll come back for him. Don't worry about it. It's best that I got. If it's a numbers game, y'all kids, motherfuckers, y'all don't know math yet, but this is the best situation you can be in. Okay. You're like, I got all of you, like, and I had to go back. Like, I'm not doing it again. By the way, I do love, like, while he's doing the race down the street, there's a whole, like, they try to make it as, like, action-packed as possible, and we got a lot of Yakuza guys trying to jump onto the bus to get on there. And oh, that's so great. And when and they I, jump on, like, the kids are, like, biting their fingers. Yeah, I love how they, yeah <laughs> like, they're, like, well, they're still kind of still being a little gingerly, and they're just kind of like, eh. 
Yeah, <laughs> murder that one guy though. Like they get that yeah, one the guy, guy gets they get, and he hits hard. The guy ends up under a he goes under the wheel like Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, bubble, bubble. Never a good sound yeah, when you're in a car. That's rough, dude. Never a good sound. I luckily have never ran over an animal, and honestly, it could happen. There are so many strays; it it breaks my heart. I try to feed as many dogs and cats in this fucking neighborhood as I can, but. Like, it's going to increase the odds that you're going to run over one by bringing them closer to you. Unfortunately, make yes, them comfortable around your house. They hang out here anyway. <laughs> I like, like I don't know them. Do. <laughs> Once they see their ribs, I give them food. It's... <laughs> so instead of the whites of their eyes, it's like, <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, that is something I've never experienced. But yeah, if I ever heard that boop 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 boop, that would yeah. uh, not be good. I would feel so bad. But yeah, that guy gets fucking yeeted and just gets destroyed. Uh, and then eventually he runs to that whole police, uh, you know, uh, it starts barricade. with a B, barricade. Thank yeah. you so barricade, much. Yeah. I and had trouble with that word when I was writing the notes. I'm like, what is like, What called? is that <laughs> called? I know, me too. I didn't even I wrote put that in. first, and I'm like, no. no. I put just block, police block. But hey. you're right, barricade. That's the yep. perfect word for it. That is what it is. And they stop him. I was like, oh, he's going to just bust through these cop cars. But, you know, I think at this point he's like, it's more important to get these kids. Yeah. yeah. That was he. You kind of shows a little bit of conscience there, and the yeah. fact and he it, was a cop, you know, and the right and the father, amount, and the and right father. amount of character development, just the amount of humanism. Do, you yeah, exactly, much. you can't do and too much, but like just that is, it, it was a black and white choice for him. Yeah, right. It was do I get caught? Save the kids. Yeah, yeah, and and, and get caught, save the kids. And yeah. again, I, it, I'm sure it was accidental. <laughs> and this, you know, this movie is probably more like accidentally. Yeah got it right but like <laughs> that's exactly what you don't want to see too much calculation you, no you know it just he, ha- and also the fact that like you know i'm sure a lot of these cops wanted to shoot him at at, at sight because right. he's been doing oh, yeah. this for a while and he's killed a lot of people i love the idea that he comes out with a kid holding him holding her in his arms it's like yeah. you can't shoot me yet bitches right yeah we get a replay of the the teddy bear scene. Just boom! (laughs) (laughs) Didn't expect that. That would have been insane. But yeah, he puts her down and then he is, he does do the hands up and we get him in the precinct. That's when we get honestly, what one of the most powerful scenes in the movie between him and Lou. This is where Lou really shines. Yeah. Like you said, Bobby, like Lou definitely, he is in a, He's in a movie. This man's making a fucking yeah, movie. We're making a goddamn movie here. And we do yeah. the whole, like, what, what do you call 125 dead bodies? He goes, a start. Yeah, work in progress. <laughs> work in progress. And that's when he starts, like, shaking and slapping him. Yeah. going, let me in! Let yeah. me. It's, uh, it's like Eric Andre against the fence. Yeah, and you know... <laughs> See, here, and I was just thinking, it's like... Uh, uh, Father Karras and the, the exorcist. Take me! Take You're me. right. Oh, God, Lewis Gossett Jr. turns and flings himself out the window. Like a nerd. But I will say, <laughs> like you know, a nerd. On, a most, on a more depressing, sad note, not, you know, as much as I like to keep the show fun, it does remind me of, like, when you have a friend that is oh, having, yeah. like, an addiction issue, or they're sick, or, like, there's just something, you're just trying, you've known them for a lot of years, I've had friends that have fallen yeah. to addiction, and, like, you almost want to shake them and be like, you need a break open and let, like, let somebody in, in mm-hmm. order to, like, solve what's going on in that head of yours, you know, we yeah. can figure it out, and that is that kind of emotional drive, that's 
once again, like you're right, Bob, Bobby, like I almost just called you Bob. Uh, if um, they had um, hey, Bob, you know, you're so smart. Dan. You're so smart. Just call you Bob. You call me dad. We can put on suits you know and ties and like laugh like this. But you know what? <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> Matt, yeah. You know what? For now on, every time we're all three together, it's Matthew, Matthew Bob, and dad. <laughs> I like that. I get the longer name. Like you guys get. That's true. We well, get short you, you already got the one syllable. We're not going to call you Ma. That's true. How much, mama is not the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How much yeah. tighter can Matt's ass get? Because uh, Matt, how tight can it get? How <laughs> loose is on, your goose? I'm working on a diamond. <laughs> I'm working on a diamond. Uh, but yeah, no, I do love this scene. It, a Bob Seger song? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most Matt thing ever. Like, just bring up a Bob Seger. It's not, but... <laughs> It should be. <laughs> but I was going to go with it. I wouldn't have even questioned it. If you I said know, it was, was I would have just believed you. Because so, I'm a yeah. really white person talking, like, talking authoritatively about Bob Seger. Yeah. yeah you're going to believe like, me. Your word is bond, in my opinion. <laughs> if you're going to bring up fucking Bob Seger, I'm going to believe you 100%. Uh, but, uh, one yeah. quick aside is I had a friend a million years ago named Lucky. And uh, he once included Perfect. Bob Seger as a reference on a job application. <laughs> and under the part where you explain how you know this person, he wrote, taught me the night moves. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that guy is just like, that person is just fueled by their name, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like their that personality ruled, came man. from like, all right. If, I mean, I'm not He looked lie. like if Justin Long was in the Beastie Boys sabotage video. Okay. Oh wow! I can perfectly see that. That was a like, fantastic description. You were a man, and of- he went through all of his life like that, basically, <laughs> just those kinds <laughs> of jokes, that kind of life, man. Holy shit, dude! He was a real one, dude. Wherever he is, I hope he's doing well. Yeah, hope he's not in prison, okay, is he? Like the no the, way of knowing. I worked you... with him at a Best Buy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, he's probably still there. Lucky, we hope you are doing okay, buddy. Yeah, this one's, this for, one's for lucky. lucky. Yeah. Yeah, cheers to Lucky. I'm gonna have a little sip of some whiskey on your part. Yeah, my my water's gone. Oh wait, no. I got a long day tomorrow, so I'm not gonna drink the bottle. Uh, so <laughs> no, so yeah, Lou Gossett Jr. is doing the "Let Me Into Your Mind" scene. This is a, and it's just he's not getting through, and it's it's heavy. It's the heaviest yeah. acting of it's, the entire movie. I'm not gonna lie, I've been as I get older. And I don't know about this for y'all. Uh, as I get older, I find myself I cry easier. Like I get, or at least I get emotional. Easier. Like you know, like it may not result in tears, yeah. but I I feel that feeling in my chest. This made me feel that yeah. feeling in my chest because like yeah. he did such a good job in this scene. I was like, Jesus Christ! I was just wanted to see guys get blown up and shit, but yeah. fucking lose coming in, making it fucking real for yeah. me. Yeah. I think for a lot of us, you know, it's not that you're more sensitive necessarily, but you've let go of the uh, the filter machismo. that a younger man puts yep. on himself. Ma- like, we, as we call it, the machismo. The machismo. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're not afraid to cry, man. Yeah, not afraid to cry, man. <laughs> and uh, and I, I think that just comes with, with age and wisdom, you know, just like you don't yeah. give a shit anymore. Yeah. You're too old to care what other people think about it. So you're you let yourself release a little bit in those moments. Dude, I do it I, too at movies. I, I went to go watch Maverick. Um, I, I loved Top Gun as a kid, and I, I, I was I was getting ready to go watch Maverick, and I so I watched Top Gun again here at home. Which of course, I cried when Goose died. And then I go to watch Maverick at Alamo Drafthouse by myself. I mean, thank God I went by myself, by the way. 
I go by myself, and there's maybe 10 other people in the theater. I sit in the back. I, I must have cried like three times. Jesus Christ. I was like, what's what's happening? I cannot yeah. – What? why is this Why is this movie about fucking jets and, yeah. like, dudes playing football? And, like, I was like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. But it got to me, man. I'm like, oh, okay, something's going on. What the fuck, oh, man? Dude, but I, I did that with – more uh, open about it. Yeah, and I think that's 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 uh, commendable to be that way now. No, it feels uh, good. I did that during a platelet donation at the Red Cross because that, that's like a two and a half hour process where you have both oh, arms. Where you're in. the one God, donating. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's okay. intense. It is yeah. intense. Yeah, I've done it uh, something like eighty-two times at this point. Wow, Bobby. a lot. Yeah, it was a thing I did for up until COVID. I was doing it like every time i could like the second i was recharged i was getting back in there i was going i understand at like 600 you get a cake so i was really working for it. <laughs> uh, Yo, so far all i've is... gotten is an enamel pin but you know that's still pretty cool you get that's it you get the enamel though. pin at 75 Ooh, but um shit. you know for those because it takes so long to do that you uh you put on a movie you know they yeah. have a screen set up and i put on creed oh boy yeah. and uh i hadn't seen it yet Oh yeah, Creed. and oh, uh, you hadn't seen it. So this is a first watch. My first time watch on Creed. Like, I'm I'm strapped to a ch- I'm in a, not strapped to a chair, but like uh, I'm in a oh, chair like with, a, without a, with a needle on. in each arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I just start bawling, dude. <laughs> like, but Creed, because it's an emotional ass movie. Yeah, like those the Creed movies fuck me up, dude. But um, and so you know, one of the the technicians is running over because you know, I'm having a hard time. Going, yeah. They're like, "What's going on? Are you okay? Are your arms fine?" I'm like, "This is a really good movie." <laughs> Dude, I cried with him running extra hard at that oh, yeah. one scene. And I'm or in like, the boxing match when he's muttering, I'm not a mistake. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, like, oh, like, my God. I'm about to cry right now talking about it. He's such That's a creep. good actor. That's oh, my God. Movie. Yeah, no. You know what? I got to say, I have not seen Creed 2 because I cried so much in Creed 1. I was afraid. I was like, <laughs> oh, I Creed 2 is really good, too. Yeah. But speaking of Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because we get to true. check in with Ivan Drago. Yeah, fucking Ivan but, Drago. Uh, yeah, when they when when uh, when Nicole Kidman's talking about the power of movies in the AMC thing, they, they show all the movies she's watching, and it's like Wonder Woman, blah. You know, <laughs> they yeah. get through a couple other ones, but then they show that scene from Creed. I'm like, okay, that one though, that one, yeah, that's I see what you're talking about, now, Nicole. Yeah, that one will get you every time, man. Damn it! Now I feel like watching Creed. I wonder if there's a mustache in it. I. I'm sure there I is. I think Michael B. Jordan has a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> he does. I just got to. Wait, gotta is, there a, is there a photo of Apollo Creed? There is. <laughs> what does it count? Can we honor Carl Weathers by doing Creed? I was going to say, technically, we can always cover a Rocky with if Apollo, when the ones I mean, he's alive. You could just call it like a, uh, like a legacy <laughs> stash. You know, it's oh. like, look, this movie wouldn't exist without a mustache character, even though they don't. That's true. Appear. God, I love like, Apollo Creed. I mean, the whole movie is about the yeah. It, it it is all about what came next for that character. Yeah, yeah. He's the foundation of it. You know, he's the spirit. This movie's built on a mustache. <laughs> and I and I will say, um, built on the bristles of a stash. That's right. Just since you guys just shared so eloquently, I will just come in and undermine it a little bit Go uh, by saying it was Shazam. Shazam gets me oh, every yeah. time. Oh, um, man. Especially... That movie uh, has a lot of heart. It does. And For especially... comic book kind I mean, of funny movie. There, There's several parts in it, but like... And it, this is a testament to... I can't remember the kid who plays Billy. Like, what his name is. But like... 
Um, it's when he meets his mom and he realizes in real time that she saw that their last day together completely differently. Yeah. And that he is like his, everything he's built up is, doesn't exist to her. And he hands her the, the little trinket back. Um, that's right. That, that said, you know, like he, she, he was supposed to hold on to it. If he, if he ever lost his way. Mm-hmm. and that would help and and he shows it to her she has no idea what it is and he gives it to her and says like you need this more than i do essentially yeah and that, leaves. Yeah. that whole scene because it's it just never expect i i didn't expect it because that's not even really how it plays out in the comics like that's that's no. you know um he's from a fictional city and like his parents are both dead dead like, yeah it's not... right so like the in idea, the comics the oh, idea. so they added that depth of the they yeah. they did, added that to give it a little something. So he's not an orphan like every other DC superhero, right? And, and <laughs> yeah. he has a kind of a reason. well, not an orphan in the classic sense, <laughs> right? And, yeah. and so he has a reason to reject this like other family that he could fit into, you know, because he thinks there's yes. this other thing out there. He's like, oh, well, there is. My mom's still out there, and she will love me. And then you realize, uh, yeah. oh, my mom. She let had, me go. A yeah, long time and ago. Yeah, and purpose way before I let her go. My mom right. let me go, and, and I so hurtful. I know in yeah. the theater seeing that movie, and then every time I've watched it since, I I, I almost I I won't I will. You don't seem like much scene, of a crier, Maddie. I'm yeah, not I, really. No, you're yeah, a man's you're, man. But oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like I'm surprised you're not in flannel right now. But I almost dread that scene. Because I know it's gonna like it give you the feels. It's gonna yeah, you. it's gonna yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But then I again, like, it, I like but it. it also is what culminates in that like awesome moment of the first time he confidently flies. Yeah. You know, when he takes that literal. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, it, to me, it's like that scene, that whole sequence is like, oh, these people know how to make a movie. <laughs> like, yeah. like this, oh, this is, is like a real one. This is hit. Well, yeah. And like, and that goes. It really does go to show you how good Lou is because. Oh, he's doing perfect. this. He's bringing that emotion from you yep. in a movie that you just were not expecting to feel yep. that way. Yes. You think it's going to be a romp where you're going to see people die and it's going to, it's an action movie. It's a superhero movie. And he brings something real to it for a yes. second, just a little second, just like he just grounds it six man. seconds and he fucking grounds it. You're well, like, it, Holy shit. He made Dolph Lundgren look amazing in that scene and all Absolutely. Dolph Lundgren had to do was look cold and dead inside which right. he's great which at. is that's fantastic <laughs> yeah, like, by adding the Jake character around that you you really illustrate you made that work you know like yes and I think it's exactly the right amount although I would like more like to see them earlier interact like in the flashbacks yeah that would have worked glad- so well in there I'm would glad it, yes. that like we only made get more this one scene because I feel like yeah, yeah, more yeah. scenes like this would turn into like that maudlin kind of like okay now like but like it hits hard it does what it needs to do and it and it moves on yeah um, exactly. because especially if you have that setup in this moment from Lou's vantage point uh, he is pleading with damn near screaming at literally screaming at yeah. Uh, screaming, yeah. the husk of what was once his best friend. Yeah, yeah. He's just a dead person. And yeah, he's, he's trying to, he's trying to find him. He's like, yeah. are you still yeah. in there? And he's realizing, no, he fucking isn't, yeah. <laughs> you know? And that's, yeah, like you are, yeah. he, Frank is dead. Yeah. That person is in the shape of your friend, but he's got a disease. He's, but sick. your friend's gone, man. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Your friend's gone and you, but you know, somewhere deep inside, 
that person still lies. It's almost like possession. Well, yeah, I was gonna like, say this almost kind of can you can play it that way. It also kind of goes to the whole idea of like there's ways that this is almost a horror movie where this is a we've seen this scene before where like the killer is someone that the hero recognizes and had a connection with, and it's like I know you're still in there. Like yeah, it, it's that scene to too, up. like trying to like yeah coax something out of. And what I I also like about Dolph Lundgren's performance in this is in this scene and then kind of subsequent is he gives no indication that he has anything other than resigned to this fate. Yeah. He's, he's been caught. Yeah. He's he saved the kids, yeah. you know, not, you know, yes, Tommy is yeah. still gone, but yeah, like, it's like right. he's just he, waiting for them to execute. Him. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't escape. They doesn't let, escape. they, they, the, you know, Franco Frank and his men intercept yeah. the, the, the transport. Yeah. To send mm-hmm. him out. And that's when they take him out. But yeah, no, he was fine with them. I mean, yeah, it was basically yeah, it was like, okay, this done. is where it is. Like, yeah. I guess, you know. I did what I did, and this yeah. is the way. You I'm, guys can I'll, put me down now. Time yeah. for no, me that's... to be punished. Yeah, like, because he does say, like, you'll go to, yeah. you'll go to the death row, and he's like. Because well, that's kind of, that's always been in the character, too. It's just like, yeah, I'm a murderer. Yeah, yeah. Like, I understand. I people. The last bullet is for me. Right. Yes. Yes, whether I do it myself someone has or it. someone does yeah. it. Yes. Like, but the last one will go in my head. Fine with me. Yeah, that's the fate that he's accepted. and But yeah, the fact he gets intercepted by Franco and then Franco complicates the whole situation by coaxing him into supporting, like basically teaming up with him. Yeah. So that way they can go save his son. <laughs> and that's, a, that's a fun, very action-packed thing, him going through the Red Room, fighting every uh, Japanese oh, that whole thing. Including oh, Sergeant Kabuki Man. Yes. Yeah, yeah. well, you know... Lloyd the... Kaufman was watching this movie going, hey. <laughs> well, you know, there's a couple of things that I was kind of hoping they would have inner monologue of the Punisher saying, Best best part about fighting the Yakuza, paper walls. Dude, <laughs> it is like when when in the Simpsons when they go to Japan and Homer refuses to use the doors and just keeps walking through the the paper just walls. Bursting through the paper walls, goes through this thing. Oh yeah, so yeah. Many like he tackles the guy through one. Like, yeah, that was always a memory from my childhood. It's like when yes. I first saw the Punisher, it was him casually pulling out a knife and just stabbing into the paper wall. <laughs> right yeah, through a paper wall. Can you imagine? Just like bam, like... and then the body falls through. <laughs> Death by paper mache, dude. Just oh, like man. fucking. Yeah, dude, like the that, and I love the ambiance of like the red. You know, they go through those initial. Well, honestly, I really love the squib shot of where him and well, first of all, Franco is in a fucking. He decides to get suited up in an acid wash. Jean jacket, love that. Which is the most fucking eighties action fighting. Yeah, I wanted that jacket, and I wanted Lou's uh, Reebok varsity jacket from halfway through this movie, dude. Dude, Lou wears some fucking crazy. He's got some fits, man. Yeah, he's got some fits. But they go through there. You know, he showed up on set with those. Oh yeah, yeah. 80s fashion icon, Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah, the 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 fashion designer was coming up. He's like, "Hold on, bitch, I I got." I'm going out to the car for a second. You know, drove himself. But I love that scene where they're looking down the hallway, and of course, like. I don't know if that's something about like, you know, obviously a lot of Asian cultures are are are, are a lot about minimalism and like mm. and so like that's one thing about their entire lair is everything is very simplistic, everything's very mm-hmm. meaningful as to where everything's at. And that initial hallway is all white, the yeah. elevator area, and they they shoot that one guy all the way down the hall and the, the blood splatter along the white that's wall yeah. captured. I was just like, Oh my God, that's fucking dope. Like just yeah. seeing that shit was so cool, but they go through, they run into some, some I love the, the, the whole the class. Samurais that are just, <laughs> the, yeah, they kill the entire class. Of 
Samurai. Oh, they just took them out. They just have swords. Give them a break. <laughs> like Jesus. Those, those people like they barely got up, and they they all like dead in place. It was just like, oh, yeah. it's, it's so brutal, dude. And uh, they go through there. And then they run into that. I love it when they run into that one red room where literally the two main, um, I guess they're like the two two of the main, like uh, the two uh, Tanaka, two or two guys. Yeah, they're henchmen. like her henchmen. They're literally paid to just like what stand yeah. <laughs> on the yeah. doorway of a bill of the room until someone comes in, and then they gotta go fight. I was like, could you imagine getting paid for that? Like, holy shit, that's amazing. It's like uh, kind of the queen's. Um, the queens, the royal guards, the royal uh, big hat guys. Yeah, funny hat. I don't guys. know what you call them. Yeah, the funny hat guys. Yeah, <laughs> the funny hat guys. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. Cool. is this where? Because I don't think she has one line of dialogue in the movie, but the blonde ballerina, like oh yeah, assassin. she's sort of the mini boss. She's a mini boss. I she, called her um white like, bun uh, ninja. <laughs> I forgot what white, I called. white bun ninja. Okay, white right. bun ninja. Yeah, I, yeah, I called yeah, her ballerina yeah, it, ninja. Isn't that the one that chained his bike earlier at the carnival? Because isn't yes. that when they first did the reveal? Yes. Where well, she's she the only... mask. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, a pretty she... white lady. Yeah. Because you do see a scuba ninja that has boobs. And you're like, that was that. That was t- uh, Tanaka. Are you yeah. sure? And scuba, yeah. That was Tanaka. Okay. So that was like, because then they show her in the carnival scene and she's got boobs. But and then she takes one. her mask off and it's her. Yeah. She's so like the protege because you saw her as like an actual ballerina like yeah. earlier. Um, so, but I but love like, that she's like her low key muscle, like this yeah. like ballerina and super deadly, very apparently. petite, but yeah. like Black Widow deadly. program. Yeah, yes. exactly. No, totally, it is. and she's so yeah. good. She has no lines. Nope, I don't. Yeah, I was gonna not say, a and, single fucking line. Like Taskmaster, and it's still good. And I am shocked yeah. that the yeah, this is just Black I loved Widow. It. That's that's what yeah. I was that's thinking. Comic shit. When I watch Black Widow, yeah. we're doing some comic book shit. Yeah. We're doing some comic book shit with this. With All this right, fucking where, where are we gonna put "Smells Like Teen Spirit"? All right, <laughs> all right, we gotta do some needle drops. Let's go. All right, I know. Um, but this, the fight between her and Dolph is pretty brutal, and it's I fucking awesome. I totally forgot how just straight up he breaks her neck. Like, yeah, yeah, just... he, yeah. He, and the, it's so fucking brutal. But, but, dude, she's so deadly. She's got like fucking four blades coming out of her feet. Well, she also has shoe knives, doesn't she? She's like the yeah, first person like, yeah, shoe the knives. Sh- Ichi the killer. And she's yeah. incredibly good with them. Like she's just fucking like she. And well, I they're using the, the ballerina aspect. She's contorting yes, she's her body. Flexible. Like... We get to, we do get to see her in one of those eighties leotard with the fucking yeah. thong up the ass crack. <laughs> Which, by the way, why was that popular? Could you imagine working out with a string up your butt crack? I, I mean, I do it every day. Yeah. Well, yeah. You don't do that? <laughs> oh, shit. I guess I'm missing out. <laughs> no, gotta know, guys. Imagine if you put enough pressure on your asshole that just happens to help with, like, strength building for some reason. It just See, the upward out. pressure from lower puffs the muscles out up it's like ah, a cartoon yeah. character it's like you know you just you gotta close you your gotta calibrate hole. your you gotta calibrate your brown tension you know it's... exactly <laughs> see i like i like that you could put like a good term on it that's not yeah, disgusting at all that's bobby's like a pro at that shit <laughs> thank you know me, me and tim are always in the gutter and uh bobby finds a way to that's what i'm here to do i class up the joint yeah dude you <laughs> you translate in a in a much better way. I love it. 
So yes, that that barreling toward the finale here. Yeah, it's really an intense once finale. Like again, it's like set piece to set piece because it's like, oh shit, this is the end. Like you just we're in the final scene. You got shakes. You know, he's in charge of the detonators, and he he has a whole yeah. He's got a does he just leave? Yeah, Yeah, after he detonates that last yeah, he leaves. He he runs. He runs into Lou, and then he drops a dagger. Because it seemed like I thought he was gonna like go get something to help, like still set the get the retrieve the detonator or whatever. But it's like last we see him, he just scurries off down the street. Off down the street, like mission accomplished. I guess next time Punisher needs me, he'll find me. Yeah, it's very Batman esque. Like you know, (laughs) you don't you don't set up a meeting with Batman. Batman just like finds you. Yeah, but you didn't do your part. So hopefully, uh, Punisher's not pissed when when he finds you. Yeah, it's true. Uh, but no, it's it's a pretty amazing series of of fights and stuff, and then but of course, of uh, Franco ends up trying to backstab his ass, of course, and he I, and he part of me that's just like man, like I know it's gonna happen, I know it has yeah, to happen, yeah. but there is this part of me like this is it's a weird emotional response that like I'm not ex- I don't expect from this movie, but like and it's also because I just like the actor that plays him, but like I'm like don't do it, like. Like, but I yeah. know he knows that like Punisher's probably going to kill him anyway. Go he he already anyway. said it. He's on the list. Yeah, he said Once that. This is, but yeah, like, he's on the list. But you have suicide. this moment where you almost want to be like, "No, guys, you can do this differently." Like, y- you did it. You There's another way to now. save the sun, and you know, no, it's obviously not going to. Yeah, happen, and I think but... I think you know Franco has no, he has no intention to to not be what he is. Right. Which is yeah. someone that makes a lot of money swindling drugs and doing Which the is mob shit. Kind of cool because most of the time you see him in this movie, he's he seems like human. More softer. Yeah, because he's it's, it's human. all parent. He's a yeah. concerned parent. Yeah. So when he turns, when he like you see the monster. Tommy like to go out the room, and then he just like switches to being like, yeah, oh, no, this I'm is why you're a respected now. name, like because he is the most powerful person yeah. in the entire mafia at the moment, or the mob, or whatever. At the moment, and so you see, like, oh, this is why he's literally been a cutthroat killer his entire career. Yeah. By the way, this is in my notes where I say that Tommy kind of looks like a young Meg Ryan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is he scrunching up his nose? <laughs> yeah, he was like doing a little little bunny nose yeah. thing. Uh, but I do like so like they get they get in a little fight and they they get in a whole scuffle and everything. They really and, overestimate this. Uh, body armor because he's got shot earlier. Right. He literally got a Kevlar vest on. He and does. He offers it to he, the Punisher, by the way, and he's like, "I don't need that shit." Yeah, because yeah. he, he, he he'd rather get yeah. shot. I'd rather <laughs> die. Yeah. If I die, great. Yeah, if I, but, die, like, I die, he gets shot earlier die, by someone die. from the Yakuza, and then Punisher shoots him on top of the Kevlar here. And he, yeah. it's like this time he doesn't even like flinch, and you're like, okay, like he like, come gets on, back man. up, like like that would still you'd feel yeah, that you, impact in your chest, yeah, like yeah, you would not run on your air. ass, dude. Yeah, yeah. it's saving your life. It it's not like making you. It's not making not iron superhuman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not. It's not ricocheting. It's literally yep. pen, like yeah, I'm punching you. It's embedding itself into the chest plate that you're wearing. Yeah, so you basically hurt. Punched full force in the chest. Yes, yeah. it's intense as shit. That's one thing that I love about Lethal Weapon. There is that scene where, um, not Murdoch. Uh, uh, what Riggs. is Mel Gibson's? Yes. Saw, oh, Riggs. Murt, yeah, he gets shot in the chest, and he is like, <gasps> I'm yeah. like yeah, that's the way I would be. That's too. what it would happen. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, happen. even the new Batman movie did that pretty well. That's true. Like, at the, yeah. In the end, when like he gets that point blank, and it's just like, he he's fucked. He cannot 
get you can't get in the air. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it should feel like kind of being in a car wreck slash you know being tackled by a, a modern middle get, linebacker. If you get shot with bulletproof <laughs> on, like the situation hopefully has moved on from you and you have a chance to recover. Like That's you, are the not, idea. you are not recovering in that situation. Yeah, you're not like you're still getting taken out of the situation. You're not. Yes. You're not the undertaker when he just like, just right. up. <laughs> like I've gained a second life, bitch. So that's choke slams him. <laughs> and then he puts his fucking head. I mean, like, that's kind of almost what happens here with basically yeah. Punisher. Like and we end up in that we end up in a struggle and we get that classic, like, well, the gun goes off, but who got shot? Exactly. Yeah. Very mysterious. And, yeah. They didn't want to just I didn't, you know, I guess because the kid's there and he's like, yeah. It's bad enough he kills him in front of his own kid, but like, yeah, if Punisher had just like stepped on him and blasted him, you know, been like, oh, or if he killed much. a white girl bun style and like ripped his fucking neck, you know, yeah. apart. Well, yeah, and that we had been to rough. see Tommy make the decision to like intervene to try and stop his dad. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he was, was really trying yes. to stop the whole thing, but because he he'd already seen the Punisher save, save him. kids, yeah. he knew that Punisher was not a bad guy, but he just learned that his dad is a bad guy. Like, yeah, yeah. A criminal. It's tough. it's all it's all it's, like he's you, all torn up inside. That kid's gonna be fucked up. By the oh, way, oh yeah, yeah. Well, Punisher kind of addresses that when, when yes, he does. the next scene here, the which is here. could be one like, of the best scenes in this. Yes, honestly, yeah. again, for a movie that is gonna surprise you, like when you least expect it, like the scene in the jail, how emotional that scene gets. This moment with. Tommy with the gun and, and him and Punisher helping him like steady it and like and he's yeah, just he drops saying, to his it, knees and helps him it. put the gun. Yeah, and like, he's like he tells him it. to get it over with now. Uh what was it uh if you get it over with now, maybe you won't grow up to be like him. Yes. You know, it's just like yeah. Jesus, like it's this is dark. This is a heavy, like and it should be dark. Like yeah. you know, it's as insane as this movie is, and the whole entire concept of the Punisher is absolutely bonkers, it is incredibly a dark, dark story. And as it, it gets and, and Punisher movie shouldn't be right. funny. Yeah, no. and having a young innocent child holding a fucking gun to a grown man's head and the grown man saying, Fucking do it. Yeah. That is heavy it, shit. It, How many it's times wild. have you seen like, that in a movie? I, I, he's like, look, I just murdered your father. It's your right to do this. Yes. But it will ruin you if you do. But I'm going to exactly. give you the choice. It's fucked up, man. Yeah. So he doesn't do it. And he tells him, like, yeah, if you decide you want to do something like that, I'll be waiting. Right. And that's the other thing is, like, when we get past that moment, he still, like, leaves with a threat. He does. He's like, I will kill you one day yeah, if you, yeah, if you, you become like your dad. Yeah, because yeah. he is a machine. Like, basically, he is a machine programmed to do one yeah. thing, and that yeah. is to kill the... And that's the what people. we've been talking about this whole time, is like, yeah, he can't switch it off. Like, yeah. this is no. what he is now. There's yeah. no turning back at this point. And it's After not something he wanted to be, but it's what? where he's stuck. After this movie, what, 155 or something easily. like that? Easily. Oh, God. Like, I mean... Dude's going to get a free sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> so how many punch he's, cards is this? Yeah, he's got a bunch of punch cards. That's when we finally see the skull logo is all the punch holes through the oh, card. Man. That's how you know it's not. He finishes the logo at the very end and walks into the sandwich shop. I love that he gives himself his own little coop customized coupon, Punisher coupon. Yes. You gonna tell him no? Not as true. Be like, he's awesome. like, I get a free sandwich. They're like, we don't have a free sandwich. Okay. Uh, this expired. Oh, never mind. Yeah. So did you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
And so then Luke comes through and he, he talks to Tommy. He's like, where did he go? Like, even though this kid just like is the most traumatized fucking kid of all time. And even and then like, the kid knows don't talk to cops. No. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I don't know. And so he goes and falls. He's like, he falls a blood trail. Like, yeah, yeah he, he sees, sees a little blood, blood trail. Because I just like that. Like, you could tell if if he didn't see that, like the kid was going to misdirect him. Like, yeah, he, he he didn't have to go that far, but like that was the he picked the up on it immediately that this kid was not going to give him an honest no. answer. Yeah, and then we get that lone shot of oh, Frank boy. Castle. And just, he's, we're back in the sewer. Yep. We zoom right track. up his ass. He's like, I still talk to God sometimes. I ask him if what I'm doing is right or wrong. And he then Bio has a strange player. <laughs> Hell yeah. Honestly, this should have ended with a bio. New York hardcore, fuck. baby. Fuck yeah, dude. Some NYHC. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> but that is the Punisher. That is the Punisher, man. It is fucking good. heavy. Like, it's it's a so good fucking movie. good. It's. I don't think anybody correctly remembers this movie nope. because it's always talked I... about like it's a joke and it's not it's a really good movie oh right. before we before we conclude all this hold on well as you know i like to do a quick impression of the movies oh, i cover okay. oh, there's yeah. a segment i like to call quick impressions <laughs> quick impressions you know when we get our kids back i'm gonna rip her fucking heart out with my bare hands i swear None for me. I'm on medication. None for me. I'm on medication. And that is a segment <laughs> I like to call. <laughs> I was not expecting that one. That was great. That was fucking great. I love that you had actually referenced it, Bobby, earlier. And I was like, I hope he doesn't do the line because I'm going to do it at the end. <laughs> so as you know, I like to rate these movies my favorite mustaches. You have the full full Manchu recommendation. You have the walrus mustache recommendation for pretty damn good. You have the horseshoe mustache recommendation for eh, not bad. And you have the Hitler mustache recommendation for burn this movie in hell. You're welcome to create your own mustache categories and your own creative brains as you will. I'm honestly, let's start with our veteran. Let's start with Bobby. Bobby. I'm a veteran. You are a veteran of the podcast game. That's true. I've been around. You've been around. You've been around the boat a couple Road times. hard and put away wet a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> How would you rate this movie, man? Oh, this is a uh, a blood stiffened Fu Manchu Ooh. for me. Like I am, I find I like this movie more every time I revisit it. Yeah. Like I'm finding more to like about it. And uh, as we touched on, like this is a far better film than it ever gets credit for being. And it's it's yeah. wild that it's kind of forgotten on the dusty VHS shelf of superhero movies. But uh, I think it's a must-see, man. Big, big recommend for me. Awesome, awesome. I love it. Matt, what do you um, think, man? I'm going to go with a, a Nick Fury Manchu. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> trying to make it's, that a Fu Manchu with an eye patch? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's actually. Which I'm sure awesome. there has been one in oh, some kung fu movie. Yes. Oh, I'm, of course there was. Um, yeah, um, when, I rec- uh, when I suggested this movie, like I had been years since I'd seen it. Um, I just, again, remember a, a lot of the action scenes. I always remember that I liked the opening um, slasher scene and yeah, and yeah. everything like that. Um, but I guess I was thinking like, oh, it's going to be a lot of laughs. It's going to be like a fun, cheesy action movie with some mm-hmm. a couple cool pieces. Watching it again, I'm like, no, this is a movie. It's like it's. <laughs> 
mean, again, <laughs> yes, good. It's budget shows. Yes, the the era that it's made shows. All of those caveats are there. Mm-hmm. But this is not like the the this does not deserve to be like discarded as like a um, like kind of like, Oh, when Marvel was like really getting things bad or like a misfire. Like, it's like, yeah, no, this, this is good. Like this is the best Punisher movie. I've, I, I don't see them making a better Punisher um, show or movie than this, at least for, for my taste and like mm-hmm. what I think the character is. So, yeah. Full Fu Manchu, yeah, uh, or the Nick Fury Manchu. Fury Manchu. <laughs> I, I also <laughs> give this the. <laughs> Manchu. Holy <laughs> cow! Man, we're on camera, by the way, so they got to see that all that action happening. Um, that was amazing. I, <laughs> I almost hurt my, I almost fainted. The Twilight Bark. You had the full full Manchu recommendation. That would have been a way to end. Just boom. Uh, Host just. (laughs) Uh, I guess we'll go. I guess we'll we'll leave. Just we'll figure out what's going on. Hear the door slowly closing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like to see a Homer Simpson your way out of a podcast. It'd be amazing. Just through the bushes. Slowly back. Uh, No, I give this a full full Manchu recommendation. It it really. And honestly, this um, this movie cannot be recaptured. Like, you cannot remake no. this movie the way it is. It's in it's in a little fucking time capsule of when it was made. And as much as like you know, we brought up Warzone, we brought up some of the the you know the Thomas Jane uh, Punisher. Those are fun in their own little ways, and they they are you know I prefer Warzone, but it's never gonna be this. Right. And me experiencing ex- experiencing it now. Um, I feel like I appreciate the fuck out of it. And honestly, I don't know if I would have appreciated it as much if I had saw it when I was younger. I think being able to see it now in the lens of the amount of movies I've seen, <laughs> um, the amount of action movies I've seen from the eighties and also seeing Punisher movies made, you know, after this and seeing so many superhero movies made after this, yeah, it makes you even appreciate this kind of superhero movie or superhero movie even more because it's so fucking gritty and it's so it it just has a certain pulse to it that just isn't reverberated in the type of films that are made now when it comes to 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 superhero type movies i i I, it stands on its own feet you know there's no gloss in this movie like no it's very raw it's amazing i can't wait to get the i i'm i can't believe i'm gonna fucking buy the blu-ray after i bought the dvds (laughs) but i just i did what especially because you Especially because you were dreading, like you were like, "Oh, okay, we're gonna do yeah. this." No, I think I pay like, forty. Eh. I pay forty plus dollars for eggs. I fuck. So <laughs> the least I could do is get a Blu-ray. Of the I mean, I that is some perspective that I just. You know, I, never that's how I. That's how I deal with my finances. <laughs> we can. I, I. I believe we can all relate to this moment. Yeah, you know, we've all. You know, like I've never thought that I would ever delve into like only fans and stuff and it's like no I'm, I'm putting money into only fans too so if i'm willing to put in 15 dollars a month into some person that i don't know because i just think they're good at what they do the least i could do is buy a blu-ray just give movie. like thumbs up to the punisher is that yeah. uh, that's that's what's going on here okay. <laughs> and Dolph Lundgren got a little of that pie only Dolphs. Okay, all right. How long have you got any OnlyFans uh, uh, subscriptions or nothing? No. no? 
No, I, not even one. I'm I'm in a polycule. <laughs> um, I'm 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 pretty pretty uh, occupied. Yeah, I, and I'm you gotta get I, I'm boring, on. and I know there's free stuff. I know. Yeah. So, I know. I you know. know. Bobby and I are kind of like on on opposite ends here, but like basically the same mentality. It's like yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I dipped into it. It's not. It's nothing crazy. I'm not like spending a whole hundreds of hundreds of dollars or anything like that. But you know, I thought like. You're I like getting, this... like JOI personalized videos or no, like I'm not paying 200 a month to like be able Can to you request. sound like the Noid. Can you sound like <laughs> write my name on your cheek? Yeah, your Noid costume is on the way. Sexy Noid, and I will expect you to fully. Uh, uh, I don't uh, know I, where you're I, going with that. I actually. want you to. I I didn't know either, but I expect you to fully go into a New York sewer naked and uh, do Hell a yeah. Dolph Lundgren uh, <laughs> meditate about it. <laughs> meditate. Talk about whether God will forgive you for what you're about to do. <laughs> As you type in your credit card number. Yes. <laughs> but yes, no, love this movie. I'm so glad we were here to talk about it. I feel like we could Absolutely. talk about this for another hour, for God's sake. Easily could. But yeah, like, the Punisher alone. Yeah. Just, there's so much to it. I, I, I don't have too many episodes where I feel like, you know, there's so many episodes where I learn a lot of stuff, and unfortunately, a lot of that stuff just eventually drains out of my ears. I learned a <laughs> lot of shit about the Punisher today, and that shit's gonna stay with me. I I want to read that weird was it Archangel Punisher Avenging one? Angel one Avenging Angel. I I'm sure I, it's collected somewhere. It is. Oh my god, I cannot wait to read that. I, I mean, there's been talk this. about doing like a Midnight Suns Marvel MCU yeah. TV show, so people have been like, yeah, but. Do you remember what Punisher was like during that? <laughs> like, are we doing that in the MCU? Yeah, Is John yeah, they, Barenthal going to have glowing red eyes? Yeah, they tried to sidestep that. Glowing I, guns? I'm not doing it. I will yeah. say this as as a kind of a uh, a sign off like recommendation is yeah. while it's dated and it, it doesn't. I was going to totally say, what do y'all up? recommend people could watch? You know, oh, if they I was, this, this yeah. is going to be read because this is going to be oh a um, read too. Yeah. So, in the epitome of like '90s storytelling, uh, Punisher. I, I think it's funny because it's almost like their reign of Superman. You remember the four replacement Superman? Yeah, um, yeah. Punisher did a, uh, there was a storyline called Suicide Run. And it opens almost kind of like this movie where he's gathered all the like these mobsters in one skyscraper and he levels it. Mm-hmm. Kills them all. And he's presumed dead. Yeah. And you don't know if he is. That's the whole conceited story. And in, in the wake of that, um, four imitators replacements wow. show up and each one had their own title much like it's a war zone a war journal uh you know one so of them was exactly a, what they did with it, Death is, of it is exactly but the cool thing is is um it plays off like there, there's a lot of like uh almost like news uh there's a lot of news uh reports and it it's almost early reality tv show like which one is in the lead to become the punisher which one's gonna yeah. assume the mantle and For- it's not put to like a popular vote but like they're playing to like it's a media sensation um yeah and like one is this like cool guy with this full mask that's you know one's a woman one's a crazy postal worker because it's the 90s and they of love course. guns one's a british guy that comes over to like teach him one is really michael done. douglas <laughs> essentially and, and it's it was like this 10-part storyline that ran through wow. the titles called suicide run again interesting it's, dude. It, it's one of those ones that's like it it doesn't quite hold up but they collected it just a couple of years ago like as now that the 90s is kind of back in vogue a little bit it is yeah. um and i think it's worth it's worth reading because it largely 
takes the Frank Castle off the page and treats him as a, a, a presence you have to deal with it or like live up to or reconcile. Yeah. So it kind of does a lot of things, but it's in the Marvel universe. So I, okay. I it's kind of one of those ones. I, I, again, it, it's not going to be the best thing you read, but I, I, there's a lot there. Something interesting to read. Yeah. Almost one. And I feel like, you know, the way that people can remake movies, I almost wish they would do the similar things in comics. Like they do it from time to time, but like where people just remake an old storyline, like, set it aside just say like i just want to i want to do another run at like crisis on infinite earths mm-hmm. on you know i want to reinterpret it or something just the way that you yeah. can do that because there's so much in that suicide run story that i'm like you could really do something good with that wow. now I think so yeah my only recommendation is uh watch any death wish movie yeah, yeah. that was going to be my answer was the original specifically the original. Too, because that deals with a lot of the uh because the sequels to it kind of turn him into a superhero kind of turn yeah. him into what people think the punisher is a um, but the first one kind of similarly deals with what that will do to you if you start living that life yeah and that's a, a hell decision. of a one-two punch i mean it's what it's what led to the creation of the punisher so it's like it would it, be a it double so well yeah. amazing yeah. double feature to do those two movies yeah because it is very much of a selling you know a selling your soul situation where, mm-hmm. where you decide you're going to go on that go that path with the rest of your life and there's no coming back from able, there yeah you're never going to be able to regular human being ever again like you're now and so it's a it's that hard choice you've got to make like do yeah. you want to be that forever yeah pretty fucking dark man but anyway yeah. any episode tonight i hope you're <laughs> talking about the real shit yeah, Dude. this got like we got some deep shit for being a yeah. fucking it's a Punisher comic book Marvel movie and it but it's not just that. It's not just learned. that. There's more to it. <laughs> There's more to it than uh than the meets the eye. You know, you and, see Dolph uh, Lundgren, no, no, you no, see that's the... Transformers. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I totally stepped on oh, it. Oh shit, like... I'm going to get sued by <laughs> Sorry. All right, so the Punisher, but it's a Mack truck voiced by Peter Cullen. <laughs> Now you yeah, got Shakes, my attention. Shakes could have been Bumblebee easily, just okay. like have radio sounds. Okay, Orson Welles as the Punisher. <laughs> Any era, Orson Welles. Orson Welles, oh, dude. I, you know I'm going Frozen Peas. Orson I know. Wells Me too. <laughs> He's talking like the brain. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Imagine like Jack Nicholson as the Punisher. Oh, I'd be all there over was, that. There was a time. <laughs> That could have been. That could have been a possibility. He did play a decent mobster in that 1989 Batman, you know, before he turns into oh, the yeah. Joker. When he's just Jack Napier? Where he's just Jack Napier. It's actually pretty fun. Jack I, Palance I in his prime. Oh, yeah, fuck. Yo. <laughs> yep. All right. That's the last. Love it. Anyway, That's hope y'all had a great time listening Thank to this, talk about this fucking yes. movie for three hours. Oh, yeah. Do y'all have any plugs? I mean, everyone knows y'all are. Everyone knows great. us at this point. It's all in the family. My home turf is the Grind Bin podcast. You can follow us at, at GrindPod on Twitter and see what our next episode is. We just finished summer sequel month. And at the time of this recording, uh, tomorrow night, I'll be recording an episode on 1982's Battle Truck. Oh, man. <laughs> I think I know that movie. Starring Michael Beck from Xanadu and the Warriors. Holy oh, shit. You guys are going to have, have fun. It's going to be tell. so good. It's going to be so good. Matt, uh, what um, a weird mini bit have you been featuring? Oh, no, 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 no I'm not talking not about that. Not talking about that. that. Um, well, okay. Nightman. As of the time Nightman. of this recording, on the Grind Bins main feed, not the uh, mini bins, or not the Patreon, um, a Nightman episode, which if you like your superheroes and you like comic books 
Um, but let's see. About. That was the one. It was a uh, Bobby Tanner, Nick, and I with Mike talking about a wrestling um, episode yeah. of Nightman. Nightman uh, goes to the wrestling matches. Woo! Um, <laughs> so that's there. I, that's actually my favorite. Already. That is my favorite of the five, four or five Nightmans that we've done. Like that episode turned out great. So I'm. Yeah, I was, love that it it's really not good. behind the paywall. Um, and then otherwise, um, there's a show that's not really part of this family of shows called tentpole trauma um i it's good show was, i was just on two episodes yeah. back to back um i listened to it, those um one was about the shadow of the alec baldwin mm-hmm. one and one was about nice. the billy zane starring the phantom um so much like how in this episode we kind of dug pretty deep into like the character of the punisher and their history if you like that part of what i was doing this here episode, yeah listen to those two um tentpole trauma episodes because they go uh pretty deep about like pulps and and the print history of those characters so they I, do I it's a that. it's a deep dive that's really worth listening to i enjoyed those a lot thank you yeah i Indeed. loved how they turned out so i've downloaded them like i gotta check them out or just you know but they out. are on my I'll list check them out. yeah no you know what what time um, do they come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, what time is that coming on? Is that... What time are you guys going on? Are you going on first? Is that on Podbean? <laughs> Please don't say bean around, Matt. Nope, nope. Oh. See you guys. That was a purposeful choice. No, of course uh, it was. Okay, so so what tent tent pole tent tent pole trauma. Tent pole trauma. Check yeah. that out, y'all. Go go ahead and listen to Matt. He's got a wealth of knowledge, uh, this man. Uh, he's entered my life, and I don't know if I'm ever gonna get rid of him. Nope. To be honest, you know, both these gentlemen, I think they're gonna. Never, be you never quite shake it. Yeah, we, I'm not gonna shake these boys. They're they're gonna be with me for a while. But yes, I hope you enjoyed the show, y'all. Until Thank next you. time, say bye, everybody. Bye. bye everybody. Thank you, guys. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Sounds a bit.